it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. How y'all doing today? November 28, 2021. Hope y'all had a happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Spend the time with your family. Got food. You know, maybe you got with your friends. Had a little Friendsgiving. Got drunk. Maybe you got with your other friends. Had a Thanksgiving. Got high. Whatever you did. Whatever you did. Hope you had fun. Glad you're back. Getting into this week 12 action. Don't forget, though. Six Montana Monday rolling through Mon- Monday tomorrow. We're also going to have Nacho Average Tuesday on Tuesday. Hopefully, Black Friday is feeling healthy. We will also have that debate Wednesday back on for- on Wednesday. And then, of course, Thursday, LRP uh, doing his thing on Thriving Thursdays. And, of course, like always, East Al Fridays again last week. Thanksgiving, a little hectic, went around, only had a few shows. We should be back next- this week, full throttle. Getting everything running for you guys Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, week 12 today. The schedule is lit. We're going to get into these games. We're going to get into these Sunday night, Monday night games, these 11 o'clock, 1 o'clock games, depending on where you're at, 10 o'clock, noon, depending on where you're at in this country, uh, what time these morning games start. We're going to get into these, get get some of these predictions up in here, get how I feel on some of these games, and a couple of these guys come in here, uh, a couple of these fellas, like co-hosts, whatever, uh, they get all up in here. We'll, we'll get to get their opinions on everything. Of course, for all y'all Giants fans, it, it is rivalry week, like they say in college, but it is Eagles week for you New York Giants fans. We'll get into that game and get everything cracking on that side of the football, you know, the non-playoff side. After that, man, you know what it is. This intro will be right back. What about tomorrow? Time for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this squad. You gotta run the ball. Barkley off the left side. Here he goes. Look at the speed. Oh my goodness. Breaks the tackle. Gonna take it to the house. 92 yards. Tied with the defender. Saquon Barkley. You gotta stop the run. You run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early. And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. 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 Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. 
Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, The Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football Giants are Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a Tony. Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You're saying we're going 16 and 0, huh? 16 and 0, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How about you, man? You, you know you just drafted the Messiah. Obi, the one and only, Shake Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now here is your host, Shakes Montana. What's good, y'all? It's not Shakes, of course. As always, we will get that fixed. Um, and we will get that right. Uh, not to in the box, of course. Uh, as we get this this Sunday, beautiful, beautiful Sunday, you know, not not no YouTube, you know, not Sunday, bloody Sunday, Sunday, beautiful Sunday. So um, as we get the day cracking, it's week 12. Um, as week 12 gets underway, so to speak, because we've already had three games on Thanksgiving. Thank you very much, NFL. Um, and because of that, we will give me one second to get up in here. We will go over these scores from, of course, some Thursday evening, Thursday day, Thursday morning. Bears, ooh, oh, I was going to say losing. Lions losing to the Bears, 14-16, to 0-10-1 for the Lions, 4-7 for the Bears, trying to get their way on up. Uh, the second game in the afternoon went to overtime, featured the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Las Vegas Raiders and Jerry World, 36-33 Raiders over the Cowboys in overtime. Raiders really needed that win. Cowboys strong, strong holds of the NFC East really didn't, you know, sway, especially being an AFC opponent. And then, of course, the Bills. The Bills, the Bills, the Bills. They're back. Six points on defense, giving up 31 points on offense. Uh, They took. um, It's just the way it goes. Allen throws four touchdowns, and the Bills just do their thing. So, uh, Bills 7-4, Saints 5-6, and six, um, you know, after losing Jameis Winston, that Saints team has really just shit the bed. Makes you think, makes you wonder, that team actually might be going the way Jameis Winston goes, which is interesting because a lot of people didn't have that uh, going into the season. As we, give me one second here, as we get into these uh, morning games, I'm just going to Give me one second. This piece of shit. There we go. <clears throat> I'm just going to read through these morning games, and then we're going to go over some uh, some implications for the end of the season and how things of that nature will go. Um, as uh, as Sunday, as Sunday, Sunday, Sunday loves to show us, anything can happen at any time, any given way. It doesn't matter. Um, it's going to be what it's going to be. It is the NFL. If you don't like it, move on. Don't bet. Because <laughs> that's just the way it's going to be. Um, kind of a little off the wall here, a little around, you know, around the headspace. 
Um, but let's just go ahead and get it cracking here. Uh, Monday or Sunday morning games going on here. Uh, Pittsburgh traveling all the way to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Five and four and one. Pittsburgh taking on six four. Cincinnati. Uh, this is an AFC North rivalry game that that has huge implications on the uh, on the division and who's going to likely walk away again with this week with the. Uh, Cardinals and the Chiefs on by. The Chiefs on by for 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 Bengals. They can you know get back, try to sneak back up in there, uh, and then you know get a divisional win against the Steelers would help them out. Bucks against the Colts, a very 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 good game I believe. Uh, they have Tampa Bay two and a half two and a half point favorites. Like 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 I said, this is a toss up. This is going to definitely be a toss up game. This is going to be uh, one of those games where I think Tampa Bay runs wild like they did last week um, on Monday night. Uh, this is going to be a good game. I I suspect Colts are fire. Colts defense has been you know playing really well. The offense has been clicking uh, for whatever reason in the past few weeks. It's just finally gotten to them. And then of course they got Jonathan Taylor. What are the Tampa Bay Bucks going to do to stop Jonathan Taylor? Um, which is interesting uh, because without Vita Vea, they, the the Tampa Bay Bucks front line is going to be a little susceptible to some runs up the middle. And we all know Jonathan Taylor can run the football. That's going to be an interesting game. As we move on to the next one here in the morning, Carolina moving on to Miami Dolphins. Much ado about nothing in that game. It's a one-point pick them with Carolina the favorites. Two teams that, you know, look like they might be doing something in preseason. The first couple of weeks, Carolina looked like they were going to do something, and then now it's a 5-6 and six and a 4-7 and seven team uh, trying to keep their head above water at 500. Uh, as we move on to the next game, it is two teams that we believe might be in the AFC Championship game facing each other in a few months or in a couple months. That would be the Tennessee Titans traveling to New England to take on the New England Patriots. 7-4 New England against the 8-3 and three Titans. That's going to be a game, I think, uh, as, we, as we get to the nitty-gritty. This is going to be uh, uh, something where we, we might see Tennessee pull out all the stops, throwing the football a little more, doing a little something different uh, to try to throw the Patriots off of their game plan. Again, two guys who know each other really well, and Variable and, and Belichick. It's going to be interesting to see how they ha- excuse me there how they handle that uh, how they handle that adversity going up to New England, especially the Titans team that you know is no foe is no uh, is no. Um, Oh, yeah, but I forgot the wording. They are used to going up to New England and meaning something. Um, in a game of the NFC East rivals, the New England oh, – New England, I just went over them. The Philadelphia Eagles take on the New York Giants. Um, Eagles are a three-and-a-half-point favorite uh, on the road in New Jersey. Uh, Three-and-seven Giants against the five-and-six Eagles. Again, the Eagles are four-and-two on the road, while the Giants are a lowly two-and-three at home. Uh I think everyone's anticipating for the Eagles to win this game. The the Eagles offense has been on the right path, you know, and not necessarily throwing the football, but running the football. They've been able to do it over under 45 and a half. I will bet the over and I will bet Philly with the points. Um, New York is just a shell of themselves. Uh, You know, a lot of them think that the dismissal of uh, the Jason Garrett will um, somehow miraculously make this offense work. I just don't see how that happens. I could be wrong. I just don't see how it happens. Uh, we'll see another failed head coach in Freddie Kitchens try to take over the offensive duties for New, New York. Uh, as we move on to the next game, Atlanta Falcons and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, lowly Jacksonville at 2-8 and eight and an E. I would say even lowlier, but they're 4-6, and six, so just a little bit higher, but lowly. Atlanta Falcons not being able to do much um, at all this year, getting romped and then playing games really tough. It's really weird. At Matt Ryan still being able to put up 2,400 yards, almost 2,500 yards in 15 touchdowns halfway through the season looking at about 
you know, roughly 35, 4,000 for him, about 25 touchdowns by the end of the season. Matt Ryan, just another year for him. Um, but that team all in all is not that good. Kyle Pitts, they get that under wraps next year. That might be a good one-two combo, especially if Calvin Ridley comes back healthy. Um, but this is a team. These are two teams looking towards next year. Atlanta at Jacksonville. Stay far away from that bet line. Um, Again, two teams looking towards next year. Uh, the New York Jets and the Houston Texans, both 2-8. and eight. Jets 0-1-5 on the road. Texans 1-3 at home. Both teams not good. Flip a coin, decide who wins. That's how that one's going to go. Um, Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers going to take on the Denver Broncos. Uh, that was nice. I like how that cut off. Um, going to take on the, the Denver Broncos here uh, in Denver. 2-3 uh, and three Denver at home, 3-1 and one L.A. on the road. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers coming off that huge win last week. Um, who'd they beat? Did they win? Did they lose? I want to say huge win. Let me check this. Yes, they beat the Steelers last week. That's the... Uh, that is the, uh, it was the it was the loss to the to the Vikings two weeks ago. Also, Packers losing as well um, to the Vikings last week. But no, that is the uh, that is the uh, the correct assumption I was on there. Los Angeles coming off the huge win against the Steelers. Um, it was an overtime or not overtime. It was a late game, um, uh, going back and forth, and of course. Uh, Herbert going out there doing his thing after throwing an interception, having the mind of a goldfish, forgetting about it, going out and throwing a touchdown to Mike Williams to lock that thing. Oh, wait, taking the Chargers on the road, three and a half or three point favorites over under 47, staying far away from that uh, game of the week, game of the day might possibly be game of the year. Los Angeles Rams traveling to Green Bay, Wisconsin, taking on the Green Bay Packers. 8-3 Green Bay, 4-0 at home. Los Angeles Rams, no pushover, 7-3, 4-1 on the road. You know, something's got to give uh, Matthew Stafford out there, 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns. It's Matthew Stafford doing Matthew Stafford things with a good team now. Um, I think that's uh, the, the estimate the, the, the estimate we had for Matthew Stafford this year was that it was going to be good. Does he have that finish from all, the, the, the killer instinct, the, the clutch gene, someone like I say? I think that's the only question we have on Matthew Stafford. No appearances in the playoffs. One appearance in the playoffs with a really shitty Lions team. That team has just been atrocious for about 50 years. He is a good quarterback. Let's see what happens today. Man. Two-point favorite Rams on the road. Oh, staying far away from that. And the 47-point over-under. Oh, that's a tough one. That's going to be a great game. Two high-powered offenses, two defenses uh, coming off some games that they will like to forget in the last couple weeks. So, see what that goes on. And the game that I think has the most implications on playoff seeding and things in the future. Minnesota Vikings at 5-5. Five and five. Um, A very, 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 very impressive 5-5 five and five, uh, for them. Uh, I would say, um, and then of course the 49ers at five and five as well. Uh, Vikings two and three on the road, 49ers one and four at home. These these two teams have the absolute possibility to make the playoffs and the absolute possibility to both miss the playoffs. That's how important this game is, and I think that's why this game, you know, is on the ticker uh, for for 225 and I, I honestly as much as the Rams and the Packers are the two top teams in the NFL right now, some would say you can argue that all day. The Vikings and the 49ers mean the most today. This is the game that has the most on the line. San Francisco, three-and-a-half-point favorites over under 49 points. Staying far away from that, but I am going to watch it. Um, so we are not in one. It's going to be an interesting one. And then, of course, bada-boom, bada-bing. Sunday Night Football, Browns at Ravens. Cleveland, 6-5, and 2-3 and three on the road. Ravens, 7-3, and 4-1 and at home. Uh, this is going to be interesting to see how uh, – to see how this uh, this one plays out, 
two NFC North or AFC North rival games in the Browns and the Ravens, the Bengals at the Steelers. After these games are over, obviously it's going to be a huge, huge piece in the AFC North and how it moves forward. Of course, Steelers can win and uh, Browns can win and throw monkey wrenches and all this shit. Um, but I, I fully anticipate the Ravens and the Bengals taking victories and, and, and sealing up first and second in the AFC North as they move forward and try and get um, playoff seeding in these NFL playoffs. Um, as we proceed to give y'all what y'all need, we are going to go into a portion that I would like to talk about real quick. Let me see if we get any no callers. Cool. 914-205-5796 is the number to call. Um, Give me one sec. As uh, we proceed to do this, we will go ahead and uh, give you what you need. As we look at week 12, going into week 12 after the Thursday night games, you know what we're going to do here? We're going to start with the positive. I wasn't going to go with the negative, positive today. You know what I mean? It is it is just a beautiful day. Um, let me see here. Bada boom, bada bing. Here we go. And... um. Sorry for the um, not having it ready this morning, guys. It's been a uh, hectic weekend, as y'all can tell. Some of y'all probably still with the family. That's why y'all not calling in, but it's cool. Hope y'all listening on the interwebs. And we're going to get into this. Here's what we're going to do. As the playoff sitting stand uh, through the first three games of Week 12 on Thursday night, Thanksgiving, uh, the AFC sits as stands. Uh, the number one seed in the AFC is the Tennessee Titans at eight. Eight and three, first in the AFC South. Their Week 12 matchup is against the New England Patriots. Uh, the number two seed in the AFC right now, as it stands, is seven and three, first in the AFC West. Um, their Week 12 matchup opponent is going to be the Cleveland Browns. And then third place in the AFC is the seven and four Buffalo Bills. Uh, they are first place in the AFC East, taking on the New Orleans Saints today. In fourth place in the AFC playoff standings as it stands today, the Kansas City Chiefs at 7-4, and four, first place in the AFC West. They have a bye this week. Get to watch everyone else uh, suffer and struggle and, and, and play on those any given Sundays. And then, of course, five, as we know from the, from the number one, uh, New England Patriots at the fifth seed, second place in the AFC East at 7-4. and four. And they take on the Titans, and the Cincinnati Bengals are in the sixth seed, second place in the AFC North, taking on the Steelers today. And rounding out AFC playoff teams is the Los Angeles Chargers, second, sixth and four, second in the AFC West. And their matchup, obviously, the Denver Broncos. On the bubble, Steelers, Colts, Raiders, and Browns. We will just go to there. That is the next four in line. Uh, again, th- that – that, um, that AFC picture is wide open. There's no team that we look at here. And, of course, with uh, Tennessee playing New England, Buffalo play, uh, Buffalo beating New Orleans. Sorry, they beat New Orleans. That's why they're at a 7-4. and four. Uh, Beating New Orleans on Thursday, uh, pretty much locking up three as it stands right now. But, look, if if if, uh, if New England wins, they're 8-4. They shoot right up there. And I think they take over first place in the AFC. So this is a crucial game for Tennessee and New England as we move into the nitty-gritty playoff scenarios. And then moving on over to the NFC, the number one team in the NFC, NFL, all of it, Arizona Cardinals 9-2, and two, 
number one in the NFC West, of course. And then, of course, number two seed in the NFC, eight and three Green Bay Packers sitting first place, sole position in NFC North, taking on the Rams at 225 this afternoon. Uh, my time, 425. East Coast, Tampa Bay, seven and three, first place in the NFC North. They are third place in the NFC taking on the Colts later today. The Cowboys losing on Thanksgiving to the Raiders are 6-5 and five in fourth place. And, of course, in fifth place, the Los Angeles Rams at 7-3 and three in the second in the NFC West because Arizona's 9-2, and two, the fifth seed in the first wild card spot, Los Angeles Rams. In the sixth seed, this is why this game is so important. The Minnesota Vikings, 5-5, five five, second place in the NFC North, sixth seed, seventh seed. San Francisco 49ers, third place in the NFC West. Five and five. They take each other on. This is this game has high implications considering when you look at the fact that at number eight is the Philadelphia Eagles who take on an opponent that doesn't seem to be worthwhile and, and get your boots up for. So Eagles have a huge chance to jump over whoever loses that Vikings Niners game if they pull off a victory here. And look at this is gonna be an interesting game. This has three teams, four teams written all over it with Carolina as well sitting there in the ninth seed at five and six. I'm going to count New Orleans up. They just don't have a quarterback. This is not a team that I really want to think about. But Philadelphia, Carolina, Minnesota, and and, and 49ers. And the crazy thing is Minnesota and the 49ers play each other. Philadelphia plays the Giants. Carolina plays the Dolphins. That implication on this playoff seeding is – tremendous, especially when you look at the fact that these two teams might be in the seventh and eighth spot fighting for it. Tie record goes to the winner head-to-head. This is one of the most, if not the the most important match, game, whatever you want to call it, up to date. The Minnesota Vikings taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Who thought two mediocre five-and-five teams would be the talk of the day? It is. This has this this implicates four teams. This has a this has a a, a a a fallout that could shake up the bottom. Who goes where? What goes what? I mean, look, this could be a situation where you have San Francisco traveling to Green Bay in the first round of the NFL playoffs, where these two teams have a rivalry. Boom! You have Minnesota traveling to Green Bay in the first round of the playoffs. Boom! Rivalry. Carolina traveling to Green Bay in the first round. Carolina traveling to Arizona. 49ers traveling to Arizona. Or not Arizona. Um, Sorry, let me get that. Traveling to Tampa Bay. Uh, Minnesota going to Tampa Bay. 49ers going to Tampa Bay. Philly going to Tampa Bay. Carolina going to Tampa Bay. Rivalry, rivalry. These are games. This is going to be the NFC. As much as we like to know the top two are are pretty much set, they're going to probably stay there as, as it rides out. They may switch up and down and move around. But one and two are pretty much we think are set. It's three, four, five, and six, and seven that are going to be the ones that have the fun, the fan bases that sit there and, and are going to be, you know, riding on every pass, riding on every second. It's going to be in a tremendous next couple of weeks um, for NFL fans. Of course, if you're Tampa Bay, Dallas, uh, the Rams, the Vikings, the Niners, the Eagles, or the Panthers, you're the edge of the seat for the next, you know, six weeks. But this is what I want to see. This is NFL football, NFC football. NFC is the same way. The difference between the AFC and the NFC is, one to seven in the AFC can be switched around. One to seven. And that's 
where I think the, the parity in the AFC kind of is a little different from the NFC. Again, you could talk about the NFC and these teams have any given Sunday, and I love it. It's it, it's awesome. A lot of the teams that are you know five and five, four and four and six, three and seven, two and eight, one and nine, they always love the any given Sunday analogy because it means that their team has a chance to win. So look, let's keep it real. <laughs> the 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 any given Sunday has been a thing of this year. Underdogs are winning, and I put it last week or late, earlier this week that I believe it has a lot to do with the fact that the fans are back. The fact that these fans were not here last year, and we saw a lot of favorites and a lot of teams that maybe you know got to taste victory that wouldn't have because of the fans being gone. Now that the fans are there, they want to prove that it's still good, and I think that's some of the mental aspect that belongs in the conversation as to why some of these underdogs are winning on a consistent basis this year, but it's obviously just more often than we, than we have, you know, experienced in the past, you know, we talk about any given Sunday, it's usually a, a once in a month, you know, once in a few weeks type of thing, a, a lowly dog beats up a big dog and no, that's been happening almost every week. There's one almost every week. So again, it's a, it's a, it's one of those things, uh, I get it, but let's be realistic. These teams aren't going to be um, the top two teams in the NFL in the NFC are 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 that way for that reason. So as uh, as we get oh Jane dropping stuff over here, uh, as we as we uh sorry about that got the kids running up in here as we continue to move forward and look towards um let's see here as we continue to move through and we did a lot of discussion on these playoff teams and i know there's um we want to talk about it's it's the way of the world it's the positive it's you want to hope that you got your team can make the playoffs, and you want to hope that your fan base and you can celebrate a playoff berth and then hopefully celebrate winning and winning and winning and then bring you home a Super Bowl to your prospective team's home. Um, these 12 teams can probably just forget about that. Uh, these are the 12 teams in the, in the draft order right now as, it's, as it stands. Um, and you know, week 12, if you're anywhere in the top five or six, we, we talk about it all the time. It's fun to say – um, and to believe that until you're mathematically eliminated, you have no chance. And a lot of fans and a lot of people, that's that's the best way to go about it. Uh, the hope needs to stay alive for as long as possible. And when you're down and out more often than not, year in and year out, week in and week out, hope is mostly all you have. And I understand that. And I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and degrade that. But let's just be realistic. If you're in this top 12 your realistic shot of making the playoffs is is fairy dust. It's fugazi. If you believe, I'm not going to stop you from believing. This team is obviously mathematically not alive, but the number one team uh, in the 2022 NFL draft, I think we can all assume, is the only team that in the first 17-game season is probably most likely going to go 0-16. If that isn't genius, if that isn't playing chess, not checkers, I don't know what the Detroit Lions front office is doing. But Jesus, 0 10 and one, oh nine and one. I say oh ten and one because they're probably going to lose today anyway. But oh nine and one, the Detroit Lions here have the number one pick 
in the 2022 NFL Draft. And, of course, in the number two um, pick, and this is where it gets interesting, teams can jump around. These are teams that are separated by one game at max two. This is where it gets real interesting. In the number three spot, Jacksonville at 2-8. In the number four spot, Houston Texans at 2-8. and eight. The number five spot is the New York Jets via Seattle. Seattle at 3-7 and seven means that they are number five in this, meaning the New York Jets have the number two and the number five pick in the 2022 NFL draft. What are they going to do? Offensive line, most likely, but we'll keep moving on. The number six spot via Chicago Bears, the New York Giants at three and seven, uh, having a top six pick again. And then, of course, the number seven pick, two picks back-to-back, the New York Giants at three and six, um, rounding out the top seven. Then, of course, number eight, Philadelphia Eagles. And you're, you're probably scratching your head. How does Philly have a top six, seven pick, eight pick, and they're in the playoffs? They have, they're in the playoff hunt. They're one game under 500. That makes no sense via Miami Dolphins trade. They get the pick from Miami. Miami sitting at 4-7, and seven, giving the Philadelphia Eagles, as it stands right now, the number eighth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Atlanta Falcons, 4-6 and six at the number nine seed. Number nine seed, but the number nine spot in the 2022 NFL Draft. Washington football team, 4-6 and six in the number 10 spot. Philly, there they are. 5-6 and six again in the hunt, but... We'll see how it goes. Philadelphia at number 11, and then, of course, Carolina also in the hunt for the NFC playoffs. Still sitting on the outside looking in, but at the number 12 spot, the Carolina Panthers at 5-6. and six. So that is the top 12 uh, picks in the 2022 NFL draft as it stands today after the uh, three games uh, from Thursday evening, uh, night, day, morning. Everyone all full watching the Cowboys lose. I'm sure that was fun. Made a few bets. Won a few. So it was nice. It was a good little Thursday for you, boy. Um, but as we proceed to give you all what you all really need, um, and that is going to be these Week 12 matchups, and I'm going to go over them all for you. Uh, we did run through who plays when and, and records and things. And we're going to get into some nitty-gritty things now. Um, we're just going to start from the tip of the top. The Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I did mention uh, that this is an AFC North rivalry game with Cincinnati having a a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road or at home against Pittsburgh, uh, 43.5 over under. Joe Burrow at, you know, over 2,500 yards, 20 touchdowns on the year, a little under on the touchdown mark as we would like um, to see Joe Burrow in his progression. But second year, bringing this team all the way back. They're five and four and one, or they're five, they're six and four, um, two games over 500, a team that, you know, steadily stays under 500 by this time of the year. Um, Joe Murrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, them boys, they put it together. They put it together well. They've been able to, to push some string, string wins together. And, and of course, you know, uh, their kicker doesn't miss, you know, four or five in a row. They're looking at a, beating the number one team at the time in the Green Bay Packers and being at seven and three right now and probably firm firm hold of the AFC North uh, with Lamar Jackson and the boys uh, with seven wins as well. So this team isn't bad. This team is, is, is moving in the right direction. It's probably going to be for me. I'm going to take Cincinnati in the points. I think Steelers coming off that, um, you know, was it Monday night? I think Monday night game against the Chargers might have been Sunday night. Either one, uh, just a long game, a lot of a lot of stuff going on there. Just didn't. I don't think it took a lot out of Steelers, and they didn't come away with the victory. It's hard to think that they're going to come back um, guns a blazing. So 
Cincinnati and the points. Uh, Tampa Bay at, at Indianapolis against the Colts. It's going to be a game that I feel um, has everything to do with Jonathan Taylor and the fact that he's at, you know, over almost 1,200 yards, 13 touchdowns, leads the league in both. It's 11-22 total if somebody wants to, uh, you know, nitpick because, you know, he's 80 yards, you know, 78 yards off of 1,200, and I was, you know, whatever. 11-22 for, jo- for Jonathan Taylor and 13 touchdowns leads the league again, like I just said, in both. Uh, that's a game that to me, has much to do about everything. Uh, Tampa Bay needs this victory to, to, to stay in stay in contention for the one or two seed in the NFC, even though they're two games back from the, uh, you know, uh, sorry, two games back from first, one game back from second, but our half game back and a one and a half, however that works out there, uh, with them having to buy in the, in, you know, Arizona having to buy this week, it's going to be interesting. That close defense, though, that close defense has been playing. Darius Leonard is a man among men. He's a god among boys, whatever you want to call him. That man is a fucking linebacker. And if there's ever a doubt that he's the best linebacker in the league, I mean, hey, we can argue all day, but I'm taking Darius Leonard 10 times out of 10. That man's a fucking monster. I'm taking the Colts at home against the Bucks in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a shoot. Nah, nah. Close, low scoring game. I'll take, I'll take the Colts and the points. Um, I think it's a low-scoring game. Oh, obviously, if you take the Colts, they're going to win. Anyways, I'll take the Colts, and I think that's going to be a good one. Um, Carolina uh, taking on the Miami Dolphins. I won't spend too much on this game. Miami Dolphins, you know, Tua, can he stay healthy? We'll figure that out as as the years progress. Um, but we're going to see this game. You know, you got the leaders pretty much uh, – the the leaders of this game are going to be the quarterback and the running back for for Miami, but then you got DJ Moore out there catching footballs. Um, and the fact that Cam Newton is back, I'm going to take Cam Newton on the road against Miami. Uh, this is what Tua Tagovailoa wishes he could be if he could stay healthy, uh, but he's just not that dude. So um, we'll see. You know, it is a little different though when you're in the NFL. You don't have Nick Saban and the coattails of an entire an entire uh, roster that is you know probably one of the best in all of its league in Alabama. You move to the Dolphins and Four and seven, two and three at home. Uh, Tennessee on the road against New England. This is a game. This is a game we could essentially see. If I'm not mistaken, this could be a a flipperoony, flapperoony. Like I want to make sure I'm correct on this because it, this may like this game has every single every single thing you would want. Uh, you have a one seed, you have a seven seed, you have all of the oh yes sorry about this yeah, sorry about that. I'm getting commercials all around me here um so as we look. Let's see here. Oh, oh, okay. Look at this. I like this. Live scenarios in Maine. So here, here we go. Here we go. AFC elimination scenarios. Right now, as the as the. Uh, let's see here. Alrighty. Oh wow, this is nice. This is nice. I like this. I like this a lot. 
So as we, oh man, this is cool. I didn't. I, I'm I'm finding something live on air with you guys. You know, nine one four two zero five five seven nine six. If you want to talk to me about these playoff scenarios that I found, and this is going to be fun. So as the NFC pertains, there's no live scenarios that remain. Uh, most scenarios in the NFC are still wide open. There's nothing that could really do. Now, of course, in the AFC. This is where it comes down. If New York Giants lose, they are knocked out of the NFC title. They're knocked out of any contention for winning the NFC, AFC North, or they tie and New England win. So a New England win and a New New York Jets loss or tie knocks them out. Houston is knocked out of the AFC South title with a win by Tennessee plus a loss by Houston. And, of course, Jacksonville knocked out of the AFC as well with a loss and Tennessee. AFC South pretty much being able to knock out two teams with a Tennessee win and those two teams losing. Um, the problem is, I believe, Houston plays Jacksonville. I'm not 100% sure on that. I just read them off, but I'll go back and double-check that. Playoff status going into Week 12, division status. Can be knocked out of the division title going into this week. Jacksonville, Houston, and the New York Jets, and, of course, already knocked out of division title contention the new the Detroit Lions. However, the Detroit Lions can be eliminated from playoff contention this week. They are safe. So no teams are eliminated from the playoffs as week 12 stands. We will see after this is over. Um, after uh, this week 12, we will get more in-depth. I'm going to save this page, and we are going to have fun moving on as um, – As those as those uh, those games get underway, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, as as it runs true, again Tennessee loses to New England. New England will take over the number one seed in the AFC and the AFC North, and Tennessee goes to the number two seed, I believe. Um, and then of course, if you get a Colts win up in there, it, it, it just it just throws all kinds of wrinkles all up in there. Uh, you're going to have uh, Colts with the seven wins. Uh, Titans with eight wins. It's going to make that AFC South race tremendously huge down the home stretch. And, of course, NFC East matchup against uh, with the Eagles going into New Jersey against the New York Jets or New York Giants. Sorry. Um, It is what it is. Two teams, uh, one team that's, you know, one game under 500, another one that's four games under 500, um, you know, putting all their hope and putting all their hope in one basket and, you know, sorry, uh, putting all their hope in one basket and all the good stuff like that. So as long as, as long as those two teams, um, get it together, let's see here. Um, boom. Sorry about that. This game I, I will I will skip because I know that the fellas want to come probably up, hop up in here, uh, get into this conversation, and we'll they deep dive into that game as soon as these 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 men you know hop up in here if they do. If not, we'll cover that at the end. Uh, get all the thoughts and, and inquiries on it and all that good stuff. Um, let's see here. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, look, man, I'm by myself. I'm going I'm to sit here. I'm going to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to sit here listening to silence, y'all going to have to listen to silence for a minute. Your boy chilling by himself, posted, trying to do this Sunday show for y'all. So just give me a moment. We're going to get this stuff right. Again, it's Sunday. It ain't like it's crazy. You know, we're just trying to do this. Uh, we we going to talk some Giants, Eagles. Um, I, I, I just, man. I want to get into that game, but I don't want to get too far into it because I want these gentlemen to come up here and talk about it with me. So we're going we're going to skip we're going to skip we're going to skip 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 skip. We're going to pop right back into that game as soon as I get some callers up in here. We'll get right up into that, get their opinions, get all the good stuff. Let's get you some music in the background. Black Top One Hundred One. As a as we move on, Chargers, Broncos, six and four Chargers trying to take on the five and five Broncos. Again, this has a lot of implications on the AFC West, especially with the Chiefs um, and their, their their the way that they have been playing, uh, getting you know the the low scoring victories um, and, and winning games and, and taking over the AFC West when it didn't look like they had the possibility. These two teams fighting it out. I, I just I'm taking Herbert on the road. Broncos are a good team. Um, they're just not a great team. They can be, they can click, but of course you just don't know what you're going to get from, from Bridgewater and that defense on any given day. Um, moving on next, of course, Los Angeles Rams, Green Bay Packers. Um, nothing, nothing really much to say about this. Two top teams in the NFL, two top teams in the NFC, trying to fight for that number one seed, trying to get the um, home, home field advantage and the bye. It's going to be a great game. They got Los Angeles. Um, Two-point favorites and a 47 over-under. I totally anticipated going over all 47 and that game being just as close. You know, late-game field goal, maybe late-game touchdown to win by one. Uh, this is going to be a, a, a tremendously great game. Again, this took a, a Ty Montgomery coming out the end zone in the regular season a couple years ago. Fumble for them to win, and then a shellacking they took last year in the playoffs by the Green Bay Packers uh, did the Los Angeles Rams. So we'll see how this game shapes out to be. And then, of course, the game that I really, really, really want to talk about, man, is this Minnesota Vikings and this San Francisco 49ers game. Kirk Cousins has 2,700 yards, 21 touchdowns. He's got a passer rating of like 92.7. He's got a total QBR up in the 80s. He's got two total interceptions on the year. Again, that's 21 to 2, I believe. 21 to 2. He should have another one, but, you know. Homeboy can't catch the football. We'll keep that. That was last week. We moving on. But look, man. Kirk Cousins gets no respect. None. I mean, when you're 5-5 five and five and you're 2-3 and three on the road, you're a mediocre team, and you're putting up these numbers and you can't get no wins, I understand why. But look, Devin Cook out there, 734 yards and four touchdowns. He's not getting the football. I think that's the reason why nobody's really concerned about the Kirk Cousins numbers is because the Kirk Cousins numbers come in need. In necessity, you're five and five. You're throwing that much because you have to. You're throwing that much because you're down, because you can't really do anything. Devin Cook has one or two good games, possibly three in a 12-week span. 700 yards, that is nothing for Devin Cook. He should be at 12, 1,300 yards. He should be right up there with uh, Jonathan Taylor. Devin Cook is a shell of himself this year. 734 yards through 12 weeks. He should double that. And this isn't this isn't hyperbole because of, you know, whatever. Dalvin Cook is the man. Dalvin Cook is a fucking running back in this league, and he is a top running back in this league. And because that this team has been down and down and down continually throughout the season, they have not been able to utilize Dalvin Cook consistently throughout every single week, calling on Kirk Cousins. 
However, Kirk Cousins has been able to not turn over the football and has been good with it. 25 of 374, 27-75 yards and 21 touchdowns and two interceptions on the year. is nothing to scoff at. However, the defense hasn't been performing as, as well as a, a, a Zimmer defense has as we've seen in the past. And them against the run is not that great. And when you got a team like San Francisco who wants to run the football, they want Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the football more than less than 10 times a game, and they want to run it for 40 times, and they can do that against this Minnesota defense. I'm taking San Francisco at home against Minnesota in a close, close game. This is a game that I think it's going to be won in the trenches, and with San Francisco taking that lead forward, I think they get it done. Um, I'm taking San Francisco in a close game under 49 and taking San Francisco and the points, uh, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think they win a close one, four points, maybe not so close to some people. I still call it close. Sunday Night Football, Cleveland, Baltimore. Um, everyone in the AFC North needs a win this weekend, and everyone in the AFC North plays in a rival. So to sit here and say the Browns need this win or the Rounds or the Ravens need this win or either team needs to come out firing or either team needs to come out and guns a blazing and, 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 and get out lead early. It's all elementary, my dear Watson. It's, it's, it's two. It's two people. There, there's not a defense. There's not a Miles Garrett. There's not a uh, – J.K. Uh, Dobbins is gone, but there's not a, a defensive player on the Ravens or the Browns, an offensive player that isn't named Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson that's going to impact this game more than those two. I think this game comes down to the gameplay, and, of course, that's the easiest, you know, whatever you could say. But, look, running the football, the Ravens like to do it. Browns running the football with Nick Chubb, they love to do it. These two teams are going to have to throw the football to win. You're going to have to throw the football this game to win because it's going to take a late-game drive with very little time on the board to get a touchdown or a field goal to win. And if you can't throw the football consistently, you're going to lose this game. I totally anticipate run throughout the entire 45 minutes of this first 45 minutes of this game. And that last 15 minutes, these two teams are going to have to pass the football. Maybe we'll make it, sorry, we'll make it 55 minutes. That last five minutes is passing the football to get the lead, to take it back. It's just, it's just the way it's going to be. This is going to be a run-first game that comes down to the last couple minutes of throwing the football and which quarterback is going to be able to throw the football precisely and make those reads and do it. Lamar Jackson hasn't been precise and hasn't been consistent all year, and neither has Bacon Mayfield. We're going to see throwing the football how these two can do, but I think that is the end-all be-all when it comes to that game. And, of course, everyone's probably sitting here thinking, man, Ignacio, you talked a whole bunch of games, man. You talked a whole bunch of Sunday games. You, you, What about Monday night? Seattle Seahawks, Washington football team, 4-6, and 3-7. and seven. ESPN, prepare for the lowest ratings of the season. That's all there is to say about that. Um, yeah, man, we're going to get into this Giants game and uh, – one second. Bada boom, bada bing. Here we go, man. Look, man. Look, man. I know. I know. I know. I know. I absolutely know. <clears throat> the Philadelphia Eagles are traveling to New Jersey to take on the New York Giants. 
Philadelphia Eagles are five and six, four and two on the road, while the New York Giants are three and seven, two and three at home. This is a game where two teams are fighting for their playoff hopes as well as hoping they could, uh, you know, backdoor sneak into the playoffs maybe or, you know, backdoor get a top five or ten. And that's the interesting situation with both these teams is both these teams have top ten picks and then the Eagles have a number 12 pick. Game right now is essentially do you want to make the playoffs or do you need a higher draft pick? I think that right now determines how I believe in it. Of course, people are going to sit here and tell me and, and listen to this and go, you know what, that's not what it's about. Teams aren't looking far ahead that they're looking to next year. And I'm not talking about the players, bruh. Players are out there doing their thing. They want to win every game, every night, every day, every afternoon, every morning. Whenever they play a fucking football game, those players want to play. But the interesting thing about this is is how these coaches and how these uh, uh, coaching staffs handle the game plan. If you come to a a a point in the game where – if you come to a point in the game where uh, I thought we had a caller, I'm, I will let y'all in as soon as y'all need to and let y'all do your thing. There's no uh, no uh, let's say mute button. There's no stopping you today. I'm by myself. Y'all want to come in, you'll have the whole floor. I don't care who you are, what you got to say, unless you're saying some crazy stuff that you know we don't need to hear today. But if you want to talk some football, you want to talk Eagles, you want to talk Giants, that's what we're on right now. We've covered most of all of Week 12 already. I'm going to get into this Eagles-Giants. I need some of y'all opinions because my opinion of it right now is whoever loses this game is, is in full draft mode. And that's not an understatement or an overstatement. That's just pure fact. You know, a team like the Philadelphia Eagles comes out of this game 5-7. and seven. They have an outside shot, but they're probably not going to make the playoffs. And then you got a team. At the New York Giants, if they come out of this game three and eight, the, the chances of a team making the playoffs at three and eight, obviously we know, not good. Uh, so, sorry, let's get this thing going here. As uh, as we get into this, you know, I don't say prediction, but look at this game, man. It's just, it's just what it is. Um, we'll go over the stats for the leaders for passing, rushing, uh, receiving. We'll look at who's out for this game. Uh, and then, of course, we'll look at some of the stats going into this game, get a good rundown of, of, of this game in general. Again, I didn't do that for most games, but this isn't a, a most game show. This is a, a shakedown for the fans, by the fans, Giants show. So we're going to get into these Giants right now. And again, I covered all the other Week 12 games. If you want to check it out, go look at the, the archives. You can look and listen to uh, the other Week 12 games. But for the next possible 50, 55 minutes, unless nobody joins me, we are going to keep it on this Eagles-Giants game. We're going to talk all about it, who you like, who you don't like. Giants against the spread, 5-5 five and five this year. Eagles against the spread, 6-5 and five this year. So teams playing well against the spread, even though their records don't reflect it. Three-and-a-half point spread. Uh, Eagles favorites, money line at minus 210 for the Eagles, plus 175 for the Giants, over under 45 and a half. Uh, these two teams uh, putting up roughly 20 points a game is a, you know, it is what it is. Uh, as we move on here, passing leaders, um, of course, for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, passing leaders going to be Jalen Hurts at one, 197 for 320, 23.06 yards, 13 touchdowns, five interceptions, not a bad year for the rookie. Also, he is running the football, 114 carries, six 114 yards, eight touchdowns. That was a total of 21 touchdowns for the young man, uh, Jalen Hurts. I called him a rookie. I don't believe he's – I don't know. Devontae Smith is the rookie. 
uh, Philadelphia's own Devontae Smith, uh, leading receivers, uh, 46 receptions, 664 yards, four touchdowns. Moving on to the New York Giants side of things, nine touchdowns, seven interceptions, 2,226 yards, 231 passing uh, attempts and completions for Daniel Jones, uh, rushing leader. As it sits, his 88 carries, 330 yards, two touchdowns for Devontae Booker. Again, with the injury status of Saquon Barkley throughout most of the year, they haven't had a consistent rusher. Uh, that's why the numbers are so low for Devontae Parker. And then, of course, Kadarius Tony, 35 receptions, 392 yards. If you're waiting for me to say touchdowns, I'm not going to because he doesn't have any. Um, as we move on to the next set. We will get into the ins and outs. The out for today, uh, running back Jordan Howard, cornerback Mac McCain the third, quarterback Rick Sennett, cornerback, quarterback Reed Sennett, cornerback Kerry Vincent Jr., and then, of course, D-tackle Marlon <sighs> Tuipulatu. Man, I hope I said that right. Tuipulatu. Oh, man, if I said that right, that'd be so dope. Um, he is out today for the Philadelphia Eagles and then for the New York Giants. Fullback, Cullen Gillespie, how you doing? How's your family? Uh, fullback out today, West Martin Guard uh, out today. Tight end, Caden Smith. Wide receiver, Sterling Shepard. And tight end, Ru- Kyle Rudolph, all out for the New York Giants today. Um as we move on to the uh, next set of numbers here, we're just going to get into these team stats. Points per game for the Eagles, 27. Um, points allowed, 23.6 total yards per game uh, for the Eagles, 364 per game, 210 on the 210 in the air, 153 on the ground per game. Of course, with the uh, with the addition of Jalen Hurts running the football, that helps them out there. Um, yards allowed on defense, 360. Uh, 244 in the air, 116 on the ground average. Moving over to the New York Giants side, 18 points per game. They score offensively, 24.6. They give up defensively per game. And then, of course, offensively averaging 338 yards per game, 245 in the air, 92.9 on the ground. Defensively giving up 388 yards, um, 266 268 in the air, 119 on the ground. Um, And then, of course, we can look at the last five opponents. I'm just going through this because nobody's here to talk to me about it. Um, Eagles' last five games, three and two over the last five games, a win over New Orleans, a win over Denver, a loss to the Chargers, a win over Detroit, and a loss to the Raiders. Not much ado about nothing in the team's quality there, especially when you lose to two teams like the Chargers and the Raiders, who at those points were expected to make the playoffs. And then, of course, you move over to the Giants' side. Uh, two out of the last three victorious, uh, losing to the Buccaneers, um, the Chiefs and the Rams beating the Panthers and the Raiders. Um, there again, the Raiders are the Raiders. How much are we going to talk, think about them now that they have, you know, what they've gone through, uh, team wise, personnel wise, that is that. And then of course, Carolina, um, they are a Jekyll and Hyde team started out three and oh, went on three. Now they're sitting at what's five and six and six, five and five. Uh, six and five, five and six, something like that. So it's going to be an interesting um, Carolina path. But, yeah, th- those are the last five games for the Giants and for the Eagles. Um, as we as we look towards this game and you know, what to expect and, and how to attack each team, I think if we want to talk mostly about um, the New York Giants, is, is it's got to be a heavy run game. I mean, 
I, let's not let's not forget the fact that this team is giving up 116 yards on the ground every game. Granted, they're they're, they're running for a buck 53, uh, but this team is not. And the Eagles is not defensively holding teams back while their offense goes. It's a team that, you know, look, it's given up 360, but it's only getting 364. They're there. They are one in the mill average on both sides of the football when it comes to stopping or getting yards. And again, 364 may not sound average. It's pretty average um, for the NFL. And you get 210 and you get 153 on the ground. It's the passing for me. You're running the ball very well at 153, but you're averaging 210 a game. I mean, you got the New York Giants over there who've got no touchdowns or receivers averaging 245 a game. Um, so you got to be able to um, get that up there if you're Jalen Hurts. You you can't just um, rely on running the football. You're going to have to pass in again with the secondary like the Giants have. If they can get on the same page consistently, it will be tough to throw against them, but that is the key for the Eagles win. I think running the football is going to be uh, what they do and what they do best. But in order to beat this Giants team who can and who has shown that they can throw the football, um, you're going to have to beat them. Uh, this Giants team uh, going against this Eagles defense, who which is not that good, um, will be able to move the football. The, this, uh, this, Giants, this Giants team averages about 245. Eagles give up about 245 in the air. I mean, that, that, if that isn't a wash, I don't know what to call it. Uh, it's a defense that doesn't play well and an offense that plays well against defenses that don't play well. I mean, that's just plain and simple, sweet, easy math. And that's how it's going to be. Um, the, you know, I over-under on this game being 45 and a half to me, I think with these defenses, as much as they're not scoring points, on a yearly basis, you know, averaging 18 for the for the for the Giants, averaging 27 for the Eagles. I think this is a high-scoring game. I think both defenses struggle to stop either offense. Uh, I don't think the Eagles have anything on defense that really can stop or or or, or scares the Giants. And the Giants really just have to just just play, just play the game. I don't I don't think the Eagles have anything at all that can offer defensively that's going to sit there and say we have to avoid this area. We have to focus on either throwing to the right or throwing to the left or throwing to this player or running right or running left, running up the middle. Running the football is is um, is the necessity today because they have great corners, you know, or passing the football is a necessity because they got a great front four. There they don't. They don't have a great anything on defense. They have some pretty goods and, and some whatevers, but uh, the Eagles just don't have it. Um, they're giving up massive yards on defense. Um, where they're giving up 360-something each game. Again, 364 giving up, 360 game. It's not as if they're shutting teams down. They are, they are, they are in every game. There's a reason why they're 5-6, and six, so... I'm going to give this one to the Giants. I'm taking it late here. Um, I'm, I, I, I rambled on as much as I could. I got no much more for you guys. I, I mean, you want to get into X's and O's, how they're going to stop Devontae Smith, how, De, uh, you know, Devontae Booker and, and, and Saquon Barkley uh, run the football. I mean, we can get into that by myself here. There's no one else to bounce those ideas off of, so I'm probably just going to not do that. Um, but, look, man, as, as it pertains to these two teams, you, you want to get Saquon. You want to get Booker going. Those two guys – um, for what it's worth, you know, people want to talk about Booker being better this year running the football uh, or Saquon not having opportunities or, or the offensive line. However you want to put it, it just it, it works to to that. Um, 
the offense needs to run the football. As much as you want to get Kadarius Tony and the scat back and all that good stuff going, this team needs to run the football, New York Giants. And, and this team in the, in the Philadelphia Eagles will allow you to do that. They're giving up a buck 20 on the ground. With Devontae Booker and Saquon Barkley, there's no reason why you shouldn't run for 25 to 35 times, split between the two guys, and rush for a combined 120, 130, 140, to be honest. And that that's with that's without taking any account of one of them breaking off a 50 to 60 yarder, bringing that total up to over 200. I, I totally anticipate this Eagles defense not being able to stop the run, and that's what it's going to take. And I think with Freddie Kitchens in there, he's able to, let's just say, like, let's get back to basics. Let's use what we have, which is two good running backs, and, and, and try, to, try to move the ball that way and see if that goes. And I think Kitchens, for what it's worth, may actually be willing to go look. Let's just run the football. Let's just run the football until it doesn't work. Let's not just run it once and then pretend it doesn't work. Let's run it until it actually doesn't work, and then we'll start throwing the football. I think that's what you got to do. you got to get back to the basics. you just got to let it ride, man. I think the inconsistency of not letting either the run game or the pass game not get a going is what is what does the Giants in. And then, of course, you get to the end of the game when you're down big usually, and you got to throw, 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 and the defense is no. So it's not really, you know um, – well, you know, it's not it's not advanced calculus. You know, it's pretty simple math. You run the football well, and this team that can't stop the run, you're probably going to win the game. And I think that's what the Giants do, and I think that's what the Giants do to get the victory over the Eagles. Again, talk about Daniel Jones not being able to throw the ball or turnover, inconsistent, whatever, whatever. That That's irrelevant today because running the football should be the main priority. It should be the thing to do. Um, and, again, there isn't much, man. <laughs> there isn't much. It's not. It's not hard. Again, it's not rocket science against this defense that is not good. Um, that's looking like it's gonna be it, fellas, ladies, people who listened in. Um, again, nine one four two zero five five seven nine six. You want to call in? Call in. I'll get you in. Uh, you could say anything you want. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, there's not much going on. No college. Uh, So, as we move to week 12, there is a lot that uh, could go down this week. Um, No one's safe, except for the Chiefs and the Cardinals, who are sitting at home, and the Chiefs aren't even safe because they can get jumped. Cardinals aren't safe. Cardinals are safe because they can't get a loss. And with two losses in all the NFL, there's no team that has other two losses. So, Cardinals sitting pretty at nine and two. They'll live their lives and move on forward as that goes, as that goes the way that goes. But as we move forward into Week 12, man, it's gonna be fun. There's not um, there's not a whole lot. That needs to be discussed and pertain to this week. It's a it's a pretty cut and dry week. As much as these games have very much implications on playoff seating, playoff picture, who does who, who does what, when does where, it's gonna be interesting to see how how these games shake up because there's there's no there, like whoo. We are in the nitty gritty, man. We are in the we are in the time frame. We are in the we are in it all. We are we are we are not ending this. 
I'll tell you that right now, we ain't ending. You know why we ain't ending? Because <laughs> your boy ain't alone no more. Your boy ain't by himself. He ain't riding solo oh, like Jason Derulo a few years ago. Oh. How you doing, Shake? Oh, How you doing, my friend? What's going on? Shit, man, you sound tired. I'm sure you've been spending all the time with the family this weekend. I would love to. Thank you so much for joining me. Yes, yes, an epic weekend. It's been fun. I just want to say, man, floor is yours. We went over all the Week 12 games. Giants, Eagles, man, everything to expect. I went over stats. I went over everything. I don't know how much you heard, but I didn't really go over game plan. All I really went over is run the football and you'll win the game. That's all I really said. I ain't had nothing, man. I was trying to get myself prepared and ready and shit. I was like, oh, I'm trying to come on the show, but damn, it's phone and shit. I had to get the shit on the charger. My Bluetooth needed to charge up a little bit. But all types of bullshit, man. That, that's but when you know you had a good weekend when the I'm phone here. and the Bluetooth did. Yeah, man. Just hectic, man. Just hectic. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Made it. I seen you about to shut it down. I'm like, nah, man. And that's crazy because as soon as you sent that last text, I was dialing or not even dialing, but because, you know, <laughs> phones is definitely yeah. serious. Like, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> Landline, he'd be like, yeah, I'm dialing the phone. But <laughs> nowadays, it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I just picked up the phone and shit. But yeah, I picked up the phone, dialed the number and shit. And then I seen that text. I'm like, oh, nah, man. <laughs> like, nah, don't do that yet. <laughs> See what's going on with today, man. Oh, shit, man. Like I said, I went over the morning games. It's, it's it, You know, I got... Uh, you don't have to take these down. I'll text to you. I, I got I got Cincinnati beating Pittsburgh. I got you know uh, the fans losing watching the Jets and the Texans. Um, I got uh, Andy... Indy beating Tampa Bay, uh, Atlanta over Jacksonville, uh, Miami losing to Carolina, a close one because of Cam Newton, uh, New England taking over first place in the AFC, beating Tennessee, uh, <clears throat> Denver and L.A. going down to the wire, uh, and then, of course, Packers beating the Rams. Uh, Niners-Minnesota is a great game, and I, I, the most implications, I think, of all today is that game. Uh, and then, of course, Baltimore and Cleveland on the Sunday night game. Uh, is uh, is the game that I that I kind of stayed away from because those two teams I'm never I don't think I'm gonna call another AFC North game, uh, and then of course Monday night I said uh, ESPN prepare for the lowest ratings of all Seattle at Washington three and seven four and six, so that's pretty much what we went over and then of course now we're getting into the um it's a lot of games man uh. Kareem Hunt is back, so. Oh shit! I didn't know that. That rushing. Yeah, yeah. That rushing attack for Cleveland gonna be a little crazy, man. It's gonna be sick. Uh, that Cleveland Baltimore game is gonna be pretty good. I'm glad that that's an eight o'clock game. Uh, hopefully, if I'm not so pissed off from the Giants, that I'll get to go ahead and enjoy that game. But um. I don't know what else. Uh, I don't have no papers on me right now. Well, see if I can pull up something. So, uh, it, we pretty much all run through them real slow for you, real quick. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Uh, that's gonna be a pretty good game with the division and everything. Something's telling me Pittsburgh gonna win it. I think I chose mm-hmm. Cincinnati though. I gotta let y'all know what my picks is and everything. But um, yeah, I think I chose uh Natty. My gut is telling me Pittsburgh for some odd reason. Though it's like everything is telling me Pittsburgh. But when I when I originally um wrote down my picks, I chose Cincinnati. So I don't know. That's an iffy one. It's a lot of one um, games that I was iffy yep. on this week. Look, man, I'm 100% with you on that. I picked Cincinnati, too, but everything in my mind tells me Tom Mike Tomlin's going to piss me off. Um, Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Uh, that's another sneaky good one, too, because people sleep on Indy, man, because like, that defense, man, is more better than people really think. And I don't even think people really disrespect mm-hmm. their defense, but they don't really pay it no mind. That defense is pretty good, man. Hey, it's Leonard pretty is no good, joke. man. So, yeah, man. Like, so, um, that's definitely going to be a good one, too. Uh, and, and, and real quick, on the Indianapolis Colts defense, what I've been hearing a lot is that the players are not that good as it pertains to whatever. But Darius Leonard is such a fucking freak of nature when it comes to his between the ears that he is putting people where they need to be, even when they're wrong. Like a second before the snap, they've like had a video out or something of him, like just like pointing someone to go somewhere, boom, makes the play. Point another person to go somewhere, boom, makes the play. Like, he's not making plays himself. He's putting someone as an extension of the defensive coordinator in the right position. And and that's, to me, what makes Darius Leonard probably the best defensive player in all of football right now. And we could talk talent-wise and all that other shit, but not only does he have the talent, but he's got the in-between-the-ear shit. And the, to me, that's what's making that defense play at another level. Not only they're talented, don't get me wrong, but you need to have talent and smarts. And with Leonard, they've all got an extra pair, an extra brain working with them cohesively. And it's just crazy. I mean, they're not, you know, amazing. They're not a top, you know, defense, top one or two in the NFL, but they are definitely a top ten defense that can play like a top two, one or two if, you know, everything goes right. But you're right, man. That defense doesn't get a lot of credit. But I think, obviously, you don't have the names. You don't have the guys that stand out. You don't have the Ramseys and the Donalds and, you know, the Sues and, you know, the Winfields and stuff. He's got one real big name in Leonard. And then everyone else is playing their part, and he's putting them in the right spot. So uh, you're right on that. That defense needs to get more love. But I think this game, to me, how do you feel about the absence of Vita Vea for the Bucks and that run game of Jonathan Taylor for the for the Colts? That's pretty huge, because uh, I don't know. Jonathan Taylor is hot right now, and um, it's been that way for a couple of seasons now. I think last year was his rookie year. I had him in a fantasy, but then Roley wanted to trade and I couldn't. Um, <laughs> I couldn't mm. resist that trade, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> but um, you know, looking at him, I wanted to get him this year, but you know, circumstances, I couldn't. Man, that shit is like 
Like, if Vita Vea don't fucking play, that bodes well for him. But still, to me, Tampa Bay's rush defense is pretty fucking good with or without him. I seen that shit last week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you know, it, it's like, uh, what, what's that shit? What's that saying? Uh, a fault, unmovable object. Versus an unstoppable force. Yeah, that's it. Unstoppable force versus an unmovable object. Something has to budge. Yeah, I mean, something has to budge. You're right. And I, I did move outside to my backyard, ladies and gentlemen. So if you do hear a waterfall in the background or some airplanes or some dogs, please bear in mind it is Sunday and I'm trying to live my best life. Um, the... Uh, the next game on the dock first before we get into these Giants-Eagles, because I got you here, uh, AFC West. I know you're the AFC West best guy. Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. Do you think this game has much to do about nothing, or do you think Chargers just run about? I'm sorry. Repeat the question. Uh, pretty much the Chargers and Denver. Uh, do you think the Chargers just run this away, or, or is this might be a good game to you? It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. It's the uh, division game, division rivalry, and um, to me, of course, y'all know these are my kids, man. Both of these quarterbacks are a shakes quarterback. <laughs> uh, Herbert, my adopted child, Teddy B, my original child. I mean, so they going at it. Uh. Melvin Gordon gets to face his old team. You know he wants to show out and show up, and I hope he does. I got him in a lot of fantasy leagues. Um, the the thing that um, I want to see, and, of course, I got him in fantasy too, so that's another fantasy purposes. But I need to see Mike Williams have another, uh, you know, like last week he had a – he had a quiet game, like, throughout the game, but then – you know, eventually you can't stop the rain. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, Mike Williams gonna do what Mike Williams do. You know what I mean? So um, I I hope that that's the indication that he's gonna go back to the hot streak he was at in the beginning of the season because uh, in the middle of the season, like these four, three, four weeks, he ain't been doing shit. So yeah, I'm interested to see how Mike Williams plays in this game. Um, Bradley Chubb should be back. They had just activated him. So they Denver defense got a little bit more better like they needed to get any better. But, yeah, um, I think it's going to be a good game, but I did choose the Chargers to win this year. So Chargers got – I believe the Chargers have five uh, game-winning go-ahead – or not game-winning, but uh, game-winning go-ahead – or go-ahead touchdowns at the end of the game. They got five of those, most by any quarterback. It's, it's Sorry. It's to Mike Williams. So it's most by any quarterback-wide receiver combination through a total year. Mike Williams has been his go-to guy at the end of the game when he needs to get a big touchdown or a big first down, and they've been able to do it. I'm taking the charges on the road. Denver is a good team. And, again, I will say this time and time and time again, the Minnesota Vikings – 
Thank you for your racist ways and getting rid of Teddy Bridgewater when he hurt his leg because he would have been a force in that league in this division, and I would be pissed off if I had to play Teddy Bridgewater twice a year with Dalvin Cook and Stephon Giggs before he left, and now Justin Jefferson, like Minnesota. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I am going to take uh, the Chargers over Denver. Yeah, they kind of fucked up on that shit, but – yeah, I mean, I really can't really blame them, you know, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, they waited like three years for this dude to come back, man. I'm like, God damn, man. You know what I mean? So, uh, in that point in time, they was uh, in a quarterback carousal and, um, or carousel, if you want to call it, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, I mean. Hey, that but, works for me. Uh, I might pronounce it like that all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> Carousal, baby. <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, since you know, I I get it though, you know. So they had to go out and sign their their quarterback to get this motherfucker a hundred million. I wouldn't have done that. That's the shit that I don't agree with. I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. Go sign a a, a franchise quarterback. That was the main big fish in the, in the sea at, in that free agency pool that year. But, I mean, seriously, though, $100 million guaranteed, though. Like, really? I would have gave this man, like, a one-year, you know what I mean? But enough money, though, you know what I'm saying? A one-year, $25 million or something, you know, 30 even, you know what I mean? And, and, and just say, like, all right, we'll earn that shit. And then I would have fucking looked for my fucking replacement a year after, you know what I'm saying? If that was the case, that would be my decision, you know what I mean? But anyway, you know what I mean? That that's what they had to do and they like they, they let Teddy B go finally. He went to New Orleans, finally got his shot, won about six games straight, then got benched by motherfucking Breeze and shit. And then he went to Carolina and he got injured again cuz he was doing pretty well until he got the injury. And CMC got the injury. And they was just like, well, no, let's let's go take our shot on Donald. And Teddy B was like, well, shit, I'm a starter in this league. Trade me. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's exactly Look, what happened. If there's done. anything, it, it, you're right. You're 100% right. That's pretty much flat and simple, easy math, how it went out and how it played out. I think if uh, – if there's anything to take away from the Kirk Cousins and the Teddy B situation is be patient um, because even though injuries may take a man's time away, everyone heals differently. And you can tell me in my mind that if Teddy Bridgewater, if they waited, that Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs and Dalvin Cook, and, and again, the Stephon Diggs situation may be different if he didn't have Kirk Cousins at his quarterback. Anyways, Teddy Bridgewater being able to run the football and pass the football, being able to run the football. And then you got Justin Jefferson and Stephon Dix. You can't tell me that I wouldn't be scared every two games every year as a Packers fan because I would. Uh, the fact that Kirk Cousins is the quarterback, there's no fear. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's just the way it is. You lose. You, you, we lost by three last week. And me worrying about Minnesota is not even a thought in my mind because Kirk Cousins is his quarterback. And we all saw that if, you know, if the referees wanted to do whatever, that, that, that could be a catch or, or that could be a catch interception or a drop interception, whichever way the refs wanted to go that day. Like, this is how it was going to go. 
they wanted to make it a drop, so Kirk Cousins got to live. If they decided it was an interception, Kirk Cousins dies again. Like that's just the way he his life goes. It's on it's on the drop or the it's on the incompletion or the completion of an interception. That's how Kirk Cousins has gone. And then you look at Teddy Bridgewater, he's been nothing but a professional, going from team to team, perform, he gets hurt, team has impatience, leave, go to another team, perform, gets hurt, team has impatience. Like be patient. Let the man heal. Do what you gotta do to keep him safe. And he probably would have been a, a substantial quarterback in this league for Minnesota. But again, like you said, this is a this is a league that you need to do it now. You can't be waiting. So I understand that and I get it, but you know, I not saying they would have won a Super Bowl, but imagine, you know, after Stefan Diggs makes that great catch, they go to the NFC championship game. They do and like it's just there's just a lot that could change differently, I think, if you have Teddy Bridgewater as your quarterback and you're the you're the Minnesota Vikings. It's just again, I understand one hundred percent, but again, I thank them. Um, afternoon games, uh, Rams, Packers, uh, Vikings, and Niners. You want to talk about either of those or you want to move on to these Giants-Eagles? Um, no, because um, that Minnesota San Francisco pretty, I don't know. That, like, that, that game is iffy. Yeah, like, that game is iffy. That can go either way. I think I chose San Fran in this one because they at home. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Minnesota on the road two weeks yeah. in a row. I think. Oh no, Minnesota at home last yeah, week, yeah. so they have to travel to uh, right. San Francisco today. Exactly. Um, look, yeah, man, yeah, that yeah. game is is so much about the NFL playoffs that it is fucking hard to comprehend. Minnesota five and five, San Francisco five and five. You know, seventh the A seed is. Carolina at five and six, and the ninth seed is the Eagles at five and six. Or you might flip those two, like this game and your game and the Carolina game against. Fuck, we just talked about them. Carolina and Miami. That for those three games have the most impact on NFC playoffs over this weekend than I think any other game does. You beat the Eagles, the Niners beat the Minnesota Vikings, and the Dolphins beat the Carolina Panthers, and San Francisco is in a stern position in the sixth seed. And all they got to do is hold out, and they will have a sixth or seventh seed guaranteed. And that works for Minnesota, and it also works for Carolina. They'll be holding on to that seventh seed with a win and a couple losses the other way. And and the Eagles, the same thing with them. If they win in a couple – like, so this has so much to go around with so many teams at five and six and five and five there from six to eight that like you you got a chance to play spoiler over there in new york and also get a hopeful chance at the the end at a, at a seven seed with the way that it's playing so far and and then of course uh minnesota and, and san francisco have 100 percent chances to miss and make the playoffs and carolina has their 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 fucking their future in their hands well, what would you do so it's like there's so much in those those three games that like, man, my, my day is full. You know what I'm saying? I got the 225 game on my team, but look, I'm going to be having two games on because I'm watching that Minnesota San Francisco game. Like, it's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen because I'm, I need to know the San Francisco win or Minnesota win. Because not only does that impact us, even though we are a few games ahead of them in, in ranking, there are tiebreakers to behold. There are things to, you know, San Francisco and them, obviously, from 5-5 five and five to 8-3, and three, that could happen in the manner of four weeks in the NFL, yes. Five weeks in the NFL, yes. But Los Angeles Rams at 7-3, and three, 
San Francisco at five and five. They take a loss today. They're seven and four. San Francisco is six and five. That's a one game difference. Like there is a lot to go down today. And I know you want to get into this Eagles Giants talk, but these games today in the NFC have an impact from top to bottom, from top to bottom. They have an impact and may not be necessarily kicking one of the top two or three teams out of the top two or three, but making a number one seed, a number three seed, or a number two seed, a number four seed. So it's like, whoa, we are in the nitty-gritty, gentlemen. Black Friday, is that you, sir? Yo, peace to the gods, peace to the earth. What's going on out here? Peace, peace sir. I think this is... This is an amazing day. I get to hear your voice. It's been a long time. I'm so happy that you are back with us, sir. How are you feeling? Let us know. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, too, brother. Yeah, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better every day, man. Every day, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to bust my vocal cords today, fucking with these people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm here, baby. How's everybody feeling? All righty. Since, since we got both of y'all here, we'll jump right into it. I know... We going we I've been talking to these people ear off and they done listening to me because I'm talking bullshit. I know they hear, I know they're saying it. Oh, he don't know shit. He don't know he don't know my team. Well, this is y'all team. New York Giants hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. New York Giants two and three at home, three and seven overall. Philadelphia four and two on the road, five and six overall. Like I said, playoff implications all around in this game and a couple more. We're gonna start with Shakes because He's been going, if that's okay. Shake, sir. The rundown, we'll just start with the, with the Giants and the Giants' offense right now. What do you expect, and how do you expect them to attack this Philadelphia Eagles defense? Um, we'll, we'll keep it on there for right now so we can not jump around, you know, talk about a bunch of different things and shit. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know, like, what the take of the offense because Kadarius out and Shep out. But something is telling me, like, Kenny Kenny G is going to have a big game against his old teammate and Darius Lake. I don't know. I just think that things can open up. It's just hard to see that with um, without those two good slots. We still got my son out there, Ross, though. So that could, that can be huge out there. He's playing. So look out for my son, Ross. He's going to have a big game. I called that the last time. The last time he had and came back, I was like, yo, he's going to have a big game. He's going to have a, a deep ball. Pause. I'm telling you again, man, look out for my son, man. He's going he gonna to have a good game with that. But, um, Hopefully everything will just be opened up. One of the things that I seen in um the article I was reading this week, the coaches and everything went to the players and asked them to give them five plays that they love. They feel successful. All of them. They all gave their five plays. So I think that that's, I think that's good and huge. I don't think that people are really um, going to think that that's so big, but I think that's huge because it's going to give these players some intake on the, the play calling and what's going on, and, and 
they are on the field. They know. They see what's going on. So maybe that can bode well. And Garrett was probably just like, look, man, this players don't want it. And, and, and really, I seen another tweet that said uh, Garrett had like four plays. And when I thought about it, I was like, hell yeah, he did have just like four go-to plays. And then that was it. And then like everything else was just like, ugh. Right? So, yeah, like, I think everything should be opened up. And I think they can be had, man. Now, the only thing that's scaring me is fucking hurts and his scrambling ability and his running. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit is annoying. That shit is Alrighty. annoying, bro. Yo, so oh, yeah. uh, so I think offensively, the the and we'll, Black, we're going to get right into you because I'm going to ask you offense and defense, so, so get a little ready for me. Um, what, what, um, getting right into you. Anyways, uh, the the uh, uh um the whole thing about having you know letting the player come in and, and and tell you what's right this is not a comparison of players but of a coach to a player that is uh Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur Mac Jones and Bill Belichick and then i believe the other one is Josh Allen and Sean McDermott all three of those coaches and quarterbacks got together in off seasons and got the plays that they believed worked well and honed those. And then, of course, they went to the, 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 the other offensive players. That is a fucking fact and a real thing about these, this game and age. You can't have one side, the coach side especially, think, I know what's right, and what's right is what's worked in the past. And that was Jason Garrett's thought process. It worked before, and it's going to work again, because the numbers say that it's worked before. And then when I watched it work in Dallas, it's got to work here, because this is the same, because the NFL is all the same, because it doesn't matter which team you go to, everybody still plays football, and this is going to work, because that's the exact thought process I feel Jason Garrett went through. It doesn't matter if it's one team or the other team. It doesn't matter who your personnel is. It worked before, so it's got to work again, and that's not how you do it. And this is how you do it. You bring the players in. You figure out what is working, what they know, and what they are best at. You hone those skills. It's Bill Belichick says, do your job, not help everyone do everyone else's job. So do your job, get it done, and get it right. And I think this bodes well for your offense. Black Freezy, offensively, defensively, how do you feel the New York Giants attack Philadelphia Eagles uh, offensively and defensively? How can they stop? Which Shakes brought up, and we'll get back to him on that topic, the Jalen Hurts effect, running 210 yards or 153 yards on the ground mm. per game. Yeah, yeah, that's my nephew and all that. Yeah, um, as far as uh, offense, um, yo, come on, man. This is some wild, unprofessional shit, you know what I mean? Like, this this is wildly unprofessional. I don't want to hear nothing about go to the offense and pick these plays. Yo, look, man, these are motherfuckers getting paid to to coach and lead these players. And we had like seventy million coaches. All right, this is unacceptable, bro. Mm-mm. This is complete. This is why I'm screaming at the fucking TV and shit and busting my voice box. These people are insane, and I'm insane with them because I keep rooting for this damn crazy ass team. Hopefully now. Um, that they do get an opportunity to do what these these guys are, you know, are best at. That's what we're always getting out of uh, Joe Judge. He's always going to be able to play everybody at the best ability, da 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 yada yada smarter. What the fuck going on with this, right? So we get a chance to see if it was illegal or you know, or you know, person in the building getting in the way of the whole team, which is crazy, right? It just sounds crazy. Uh, you wait all of this fucking long for this shit. Um, 
excuse me, man. I'm just frustrated by that. But as far as um, you good? our defense stopping stopping the Eagles, um, they're a running team, bro. You stop the run, you stop the gun. You know what I mean? You stop the run, they ain't got nothing. They're a running team. You know what I mean? And the pesky part of their passing team is, is, is that scrambling ability, and we have a problem with that. Um, um, we need to be able to close out. You know what I'm saying? We need to be able to actually tackle. Um, especially on them RPO type shits, um, they're going to be running with um, Miles Sanders in them out there. Because the honest truth is, you just keep hitting the quarterback. Just keep hitting the quarterback, whatever you do. Uh, that would be that would be my uh, opinion there. That, you know, my, my good goodwill to give to the defense. But I think if we stop the run, we good. If we don't stop that run, we're going to have a long fucking night. Shakes, uh, you, defensively? Stopping the run, obviously, I think uh, Black hits it 100% on the head. You're going to have to. I mean, this is a team that averages 360 yards a game, and it's 153 on the ground. They're not doing much in the air. They're going to try to dominate you on the ground. Uh, defensively, I, I'm not 100% sure if Logan Ryan is back. Can you let me know? And then how big of a boost will that be if he is back, or how bad will it hurt you in the run game if he's not? And Logan Ryan is good. He all right. He out there. Cool, cool, um, cool. But, uh, yeah, like I said in the last time, I said, that shit is annoying, bro. That scrambling shit is annoying and shit, bro. And uh, it, it's more annoying that we can't stop it. That's, like, that's the most annoying shit, bro. Like, all right, yeah, you do that and you run that offense, and that's fine. You know, maybe we can contain it. We can't even contain that shit, bro. Like, we can't stop that shit. That's why it's so fucking annoying. Like, my God, man. So, like my boy said, man, the, the run game, the, the dump balls, the dinks and dunks, that's all it's going to fucking be, bro. That's all it's going to be. That's all it is so man, it's so annoying, bro. It's so annoying, bro. Oh my god, it's so annoying. Anyway. But yeah. Um past game I ain't really worried about it. We locked that shit down and they ain't really a threat in that aspect. Maybe the tight ends and like I just said, the dump offs to the running backs, dinking and dunking, that's what they do. But it's that run game that we have to stop. We have to contain, <laughs> contain, because we can't. We can't stop it. But contain this shit. Contain this shit, and we, we can win. We got to contain it, man, because I don't want this shit to get annoying. I do want to get on the hot seat. I'm going to get um, Black Freezy on it, you know. Yeah, we can get that. Yeah. Whatever else you're trying to do after that. No, we're going to get but, into um, this real quick. Um, Tay Gowan, cornerback, out for the Eagles. Uh, Marlon uh, Tui Palatu, D-tackle, out for the Eagles. Kerry Vincent, Jr., cornerback, out for the Eagles. Uh, a backup quarterback, out for the Eagles. Mac McCain, the third, cornerback, uh, defensive back, out for the Eagles. And J- Jordan Howard, running back out for the Eagles all today, uh, posted today. So they are going to be uh, not playing against you guys today. They do have Miles Sanders back, as uh, Mr. Black alluded to. Uh, again, look, man, be frustrated. You can't stop that 153 yards a game, 
12 other teams couldn't stop that. 9, 10, 11, it don't matter. Whoever they've played this year can't stop these men uh, from running the football. Uh, that, that's what Jalen Hurts does. Um, can he efficiently pass the football is the question for me uh, because if, if, if the concern is the rush, how much can Devontae Smith and the other receivers maybe slip behind him, and can he make an accurate throw being Jalen Hurts to someone who might be a little covered or wide open? Again, those, they say, are the hardest ones to make. Um, the, to me, that, that, that's what it comes down to, man. It's going to come down to stopping uh, Jalen Hurts in the run game. I think your offense is going to be your offense, however that works out. Uh, asking players what works, what doesn't work. Again, that, that there's different minds of thought process. I do believe that it does help the team out. Uh, not necessarily that. I just think that uh, not necessarily that they're going to take those plays and just implement them right away because they're the only things that work. I just think it helps the coaches understand maybe where the thought process and where these, these guys are at, and it may help them you know, in their mental, uh, uh, this coach really quote unquote cares about me. And I think nowadays we're going to have to start factoring that into some of these players. Um, but what it do is it's simple, it's simple. It's, it's simplistic mm-hmm. and dumbs it down. You know what I mean? You know, it just dumbs it down for the players. Like, all right. Okay. This is, Maybe this playbook is too much. All right, get, what plays do y'all like? Okay, that's that's we just gonna go with that, and then we are gonna go with the game plan. We are gonna mix them shits in, and you know what I mean. Hopefully, it, it'll go well. That that's how I see. Like that's how. Yeah. I, I mean, but, like that seems you know, to me yeah, that yeah, seems the same. That well. seems sorry. That seems plausible. It seems one hundred percent agreeable that you would take the 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 plays that the players know the best and run well. And there is tape that shows that these plays work the best. Again, I honestly believe that there, the reason why I think this is a story is because I do believe that with Jason Garrett, this was brought up by players. Hey, look, we, we know we're not getting offensively things done, right? These things are working. Can we, can we, I'll emphasize these type of plays more into the offense. And I do believe Jason Garrett should get the fuck out of my office. I had, I know what I'm doing. Maybe not in those words, but I think that's what happened because this wouldn't be that big of a story. Again, look, the Aaron Rodgers, Mallow floor thing is such a big a story because Mike McCarthy wouldn't quote unquote, let Rodgers do that. So I think, there is an underlying thing to that with the media when they bring up these type of things because maybe they are they did get wind of players bringing up plays and shit like that. Maybe not so much in the aspect of I like this play, but hey, these are working for us, and we keep getting asked why our offense sucks. So let's try and make this better. And then, of course, Jason Garrett, I believe he said, look, man, the evidence is in the pudding. I'm going by the evidence. These plays should work. Every every time in the NFL, these plays work. They should work here without realizing the players you have and the personnel you have and how you should run football operations on the offensive side. I think it helps out. Do I think that it makes his offense turn into a <laughs> gangbusters, 120 on the on the ground, 350 in the air every game? No, that's blasphemous and it's dumb. As an NFL fan, we all know that doesn't work. Do I think that maybe this team – between the ears has a little more confidence in what they're doing on a play to play basis and having a little more confidence in their head coach believes in them. Yes. I think that does help. 
And I think this is a day and age now where between the ears means a lot more than maybe it did 15, 20 years ago um, when you can just say, go get me the ball, meathead, and they go get you the football. Um, man, get this hot seat going. I'll get on the hot seat after you're ready, Shakes. Um, I don't know if you want to get yourself black, yeah. how you want to do this, but you are in charge for the hot yeah. seat. It is yours. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to get on this hot seat at all. Uh, I was just jotting all this shit down. The ones that uh, got all three correct for the Thanksgiving, me, chose one from the Bronx, uh, Nacho, yeah, that's it. Me, he just chose one from the Bronx <laughs> and Nacho. Went I'm gonna three keep three on the thing. I'm gonna keep that, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm gonna keep the messenger and all that stuff what we said in them <laughs> clean because I had them picks, man. I feel good about them. And check it. FanDuel is my friend, y'all. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm sorry, I hate to interrupt. No doubt. Yeah, that's what But um getting on to the uh Hey Black Freezy, can you um uh... Or somebody, Nacho, can y'all text LLP and tell him to call in? He just called my phone. I'm like, oh, we on air, B. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, going on to my uh my hot seat and getting off real quick because I'm going to run through this and get my boys off and on as well. Pause. Tampa Bay at Indy. I'm going Tampa Bay. Even though. I said what I said earlier. Underrated defense. People don't give them praise. And he got that defense is pretty good. Jets at Houston. I'm taking the Jets here. Don't trust Houston at all. Philly at Giants. Taking Giants. Moving on. Carolina at Miami. I'm taking Carolina. Tennessee at New England. I'm taking Tennessee. Just because he he likes to win against his dad in Brable, I'm speaking of. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, um, I'm taking Cincinnati. Atlanta at Jacksonville, I'm taking Atlanta. Chargers at Denver, I'm taking Chargers. Rams at Green Bay, I'm taking the Rams. Minnesota at San Fran, I'm taking home team San Fran. Cleveland at Baltimore, come on, Purple City game. Seattle at Washington, I'm taking Seattle. Russell Wilson. I've been doing that for, like, last two weeks since he's been back, and he ain't win shit since he's been back. <laughs> this is the time. This is it. This is it. Russ. All right? And now I'm off that hot seat. Black Freezy. Larry and Gabe. You just come back when you can. Come back when you want to. All right. Nacho in the box. We're going to have to come back to Black Freezy. Is there about five minutes. All right. So Tampa Bay at Indy. Uh, Indianapolis. Jets at Houston. Houston. Philly at Giants. I'm going to take the Giants. Carolina at Miami. Carolina. 
Tennessee at New England. New England. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Atlanta at Jacksonville. Um, Atlanta. That Denver. Chargers. Rams at Green Bay. Rams. Minnesota at San Fran. San Francisco. Cleveland at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. What, that's Sunday night, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to say Baltimore right now, but put like a little star because I may, I may change before the game. Seattle at Washington. Oh, I'm going to go with Russ. Danger Russ. He need to win one, man. He need to come. I think he's going to have a fucking night, oh, too. Uh. He got him in fantasy. <laughs> start that motherfucker. I think the I think the hands all the way back. You know what? My gut is telling me oh, shit, I don't know what I wanna do here. Ah, right, you know what though? <laughs> I'm changing my pick from Cincinnati to Pittsburgh. Oh, telling me Pittsburgh is going to win this game. I know. I, I feel you on that one too, bro. Because I really wanted to do it, but I, you know what? Look, if Joe Burrow and Pittsburgh or in Cincinnati want to be that team, they gotta win this game. If and I'm believing in them, because if they don't win this game, they're the same old Cincinnati, and they gonna put up all the numbers, and they still gonna lose to the division rivals and still not win shit. So. They need a win today, and I'm putting faith in them boys. I'm still picking Cincy, but you're right. Mike Tomlin scares the fuck out of me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it's a division. Ah. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's tough, man. It really is. I, you know what? I'm going to go with my gut, man. Pittsburgh. Man. I know. Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to roll with my gut. I'm going to roll with my gut, man. Yeah. Um, all right, I got you off. Uh, pause. Pause all the way. Um, <laughs> Hella pauses. <laughs> uh, you know me, I don't even really say it like that, but that motherfucker right there. Hella pauses. <laughs> uh, and you know, like, usually, maybe like 50% of the time when you, before you say it or something, you know it sounds like that, right? <laughs> like you know it, you're going you're going to have to stay paused. You know, like you like yeah, I know I'm gonna have to stay paused when I'm about to say that shit, right? <laughs> that time, uh uh-uh. uh, you know, I ain't even know it until I after after I said it, I was like, oh, that sounds <laughs> pause. <laughs> that ain't sound right at all. That is, it's, oh. it's crazy. Two words. What two words does? Yeah, you don't say hot seat. That motherfucker mm-hmm. <laughs> totally change on your ass. Hey, <laughs> up, bro. What the hell? No, oh, man. All right, Black Freeze, are you ready yet? Got about a minute. Can games start? About 20 minutes. Yes, sir. 
No, still ain't ready. Nah, he Black Fred still ain't ready. Let me see. Let me make sure he's still here. Oh, he here. Oh, 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 shit, shit. Somebody is here. He's been waiting for two minutes. Now he's going to yell at me. LRP. Sorry, sir. God damn it. I knew it. Fuck. Let's say God damn it. <laughs> oh man! Why y'all keep putting those shows and then they make sure our motherfuckers awake? <laughs> Whoa, bro! This is a, I did the same thing. I woke up like, oh, all right, bro. I'm on my way, bro. But yeah, I mean, y'all know how I am. I gotta get my rituals. So I was rolling yeah. up, and as I'm rolling up, my mind was not right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I that fast, I forgot all about it just again and shit until I finished rolling up. And I was like, oh, shit, the damn show. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to call in. I think right before I, I was calling in, I seen his text like, yeah, I'm about to shut this shit down. Shaking my head yeah. like, ain't nobody calling. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, I was no, like, no, call it now. Call it now. <laughs> but what's going on, LLP? Nothing much, man. I know we up against it. I got to get my picks in. No doubt. But no, nothing much, man. Birthday was yesterday. That's it. Yes, sir. Happy birthday. Appreciate it. Yes. Happy belated. Happy belated. Motherfucker don't be saying that. Motherfucker just pop up with a birthday out of nowhere and shit like that. I told y'all to pull the week. I bro, I don't want it. I don't want it, bro. The birthday was coming. But did, hey, it's I appreciate it. Right now, bro. You right now. You right now. You probably did do that. My bad, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Jim. <laughs> oh, good, man. Let's go get on this hot seat, man. Tampa Bay at Indy. Birthday boy. Uh, Tampa Bay. Jets at Houston. Your son back, huh? Is he? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He's back. I'm going to go Jets. Philly at Giants. Go Giants. Carolina at Miami. Carolina. Tennessee at New England. Mm-hmm. Go Tennessee. Go. Ah. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I did that too. Oh, man. I'm going to go. go New... No, I'm going to go New England. Ah, I don't want to, but I'm going to go New England. Yeah, I know. That's a tough one. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Yeah, don't get any better uh, with Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, it really don't, but I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Atlanta at Jacksonville. I'm going to go Atlanta. Chargers at Denver. Chargers. Rams at Green Bay. Go Rams. Rams. 
Minnesota, Minnesota at San Fran. So, go Minnesota. Nah, go Minnesota. I like that shit either. Fuck it. Mhm. Some tough ass games this week, man. Playing <laughs> yeah, that Baltimore. Bro. It really uh, is. Baltimore. Seattle at Washington. Oh. Um, I'm gonna see that all day. What's up, gentlemen? Sorry, right, you guys been. All... Oh shit! All right. Pause. Ah, oh, perfect timing. You, you, you're back, man. Hey, look at the time. All right. Look at that freeze, What's up, baby? Yo, yo, yo! Hello, P. Yo, yo, your birthday today? Uh, yesterday. yesterday. Oh, that's yesterday. real on there. Oh, I didn't think that was and, uh, thing. Yo, happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday to my brother, LRP, man. Stop talking about it, bro. season, man. Yeah. He's the chosen one that's live with us as well, gentlemen. Oh, wow. Yo, happy birthday, brother. Yes, appreciate sir. it. Appreciate you, it. You, Thanks, fellas. You, you. No doubt. How y'all doing today, man? Everybody all right? Everybody's good. Everybody's family's okay. Yeah, everything's great, man. Yeah, man. That's important, man. It's a lot of, you know what I mean? It's a lot of weird stuff going on in New York, man. So I just want to make sure my brothers is good, man. Straight up. All right, Black Freezy. Step on up. Chat with Bay and Okay. <laughs> Straight up, they ain't never lie. Tampa Bay and Indy. I'm going yeah, Tampa Bay. Sure. Even though I think Indy, yeah, I think Indy trying to do something, but Tampa Bay, yeah. You know. All right, Jets at Houston. All right, both of them terrible, but I'm gonna go with Houston. <laughs> I'm going with the G man, man, because it's fuck Philly for life. But um, I kind of, I kind of already know the outcome. But I'm going with the G man. Carolina and Miami. Uh, is your son too playing, man? I can't even keep up with that damn carousel. If he's playing, <laughs> I'm going with Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee at New yeah Tennessee at New England. Oh man, that's gonna be a good game. Um, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with uh, New England. Uh, you see my son over there, Dante Foreman. You know what I'm saying? Rekindling his whole career, boy. You see this? Mm. Very got Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cincinnati. They're going to wake up eventually. Um, Pittsburgh stinks. Atlanta at Jacksonville? Yeah, they both stink. Um, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Chargers at Denver? Uh, 
At Denver, it's gonna be a good one too. Um, I'm gonna go with Denver. I'm gonna go with Denver on this one, man. What's up, Teddy Two Gloves, man? I'm gonna come on, man. Let's see if he's gonna do the job and get the fuck out the way, bro. You're <laughs> son of a bum, bro. Rams at Green Bay. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one that's gonna be good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Green Bay on this one. Go Green Bay, my son AJ Dillon. I told y'all, I told y'all, he's gonna be a thing. I already knew it. I already knew it. Mm. Minnesota at San Fran. San Fran is one of those weird ass teams. I don't even know how they be getting wins. They like things as hell. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Minnesota and Kirk Cousins with them. You like that? You like that nation? My man, about you about to do it again. Stop hating no Kirk Cousins too. By the way, by the bank. Hey, bum. Cleveland at Baltimore. <laughs> um, at Baltimore, they they always play each other weird too. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Baltimore. Cleveland, you stay, yo. Nobody talks to me about no fucking Baker Mayfield. He's a fucking bum. All right. He's a bum. Seattle at Washington. Yo, what's going on with the Heineken's in the building? The Heineken's in the building? I don't know what's going on with that. But, yo, I'm going with Russell and them. Hopefully, you got his digit together. Get your motherfucking digit together, sir. Um, and uh, I'm going to wrestle them. Yo, you know, yo, I didn't even notice, but, you know, you could really say Washington at Washington in that last game. That's crazy. Yep. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> he the chose one from the Bronx. Step on up. Get you up out of here. Talk to me. Tampa Bay at Andy. Tampa Bay. Jets at Houston. You know what? I'm going to take the Jets. Alright. Philly at Giants. You already know. Carolina at Miami. I'm going to take Carolina. Damn. Tennessee at New England. I'm going to take Tennessee. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Proud pop, huh? Atlanta at Jacksonville. ATO. Chargers at Denver. Got to go with Herbert. Rams at Green Bay. Damn. Yeah, it's some tough ass games this week. Yeah, that that is tough. You know what? I'm going with the Rams for the upset. Minnesota at San Fran. I'm gonna go Minnesota. Cleveland at Baltimore. 
the nephew. That ain't Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, right, Washington. You know what? We need this, so I'm going to go dangerous. What's up with his hand, man? Biting his fucking hand? <laughs> you up the high seat, man. All right. I check this motherfucking game out, man. Freddie Kitchens look like everybody. So, um, as it as we get this wrapped up, man, I want to thank all y'all for showing up, man. This was a a good day, and I'm I'm sorry, I get <coughs> I tried to hold that cough in, gentlemen. I just couldn't. Um, you got a little choked up. I'm about to say you got a little choked up. Emotional. You love us. We love you too, Nacho. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, when I started shaking my head, I was like, damn, saying nobody show up? That's terrible. You're about to take this ball. Yo, I just yeah. woke up. Hey, what? I, I, I ain't feel no kind of way. I said, yo, shit. How everybody I, I feel, no uh, way, I feel everybody was asleep. Still asleep. I, I felt that if I put the shake in my head, even if you were still asleep, oh, okay. you'd hop in. So they all hopped in, and, I, and you know, mission accomplished. Thank you all for coming. Um, <laughs> I would just like to say, no, even if there was no guilt, I knew you would see it and be like, I'm gonna go Crazy. show up because that's, that's how you run a motherfucking quick. screen. That's how you run a motherfucking yes. screen. So it's uh, uh, New York Giants got the football first three plays, five yards punt. Uh, Eagles get the football three plays, zero yards, and now New York has the football back first play. Uh, Daniel Jones pass uh, pushed to 37, out of bounds at the one, uh, out of bounds for one yard. Uh, Jones pass short to Ingram, Philly for uh, Philly 43 for 20 yards, and then Barkley right in 43 for no gain. So we're looking at a second and 10 coming up for the Giants here with 10 53 in the first quarter. I will let every and every one of you get to this game uh, again. Like y'all said, I love y'all. Any closing statements or anything? You just want to get right to the game. Die, Eagles, die. Shit, I'm going to need somebody to show me what the game look like on their TV. Well, look at at LRP. What I'm going to do is I won't use my ticket today. I'm going to send you my ticket info. You can use the ticket and watch it. That'll be blessed. I'll just watch watch the the patch and stuff, and I'll keep up on ESPN. So I'll send you this info uh, as long as uh, I won't log in, so you should be good, bro. Um, but yeah, man, I love each and every one of you. Y'all have a good day. Uh, stay blessed. And man, I'm a, I'm a reiterator. Die Eagles, die. Just because I hate the Eagles too, man. It was fun knocking them out die, the playoffs on the road Eagles, to a Super Bowl. Um, but man, I love each and every one of y'all again. I'm gonna keep saying it, man. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm glad each y'all had a great Thanksgiving. Not only did LRP get a year older, my oldest is now 10 years old as of Friday. It was a good weekend all around for all of us, man. I love y'all again. Happy Thanksgiving. The Christmas season is upon us. Uh, happy belated birthday, nephew. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Get this Christmas tree up here. And, man, I can't wait. Mariah Carey on repeat. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Don't play that damn game. Kind of <laughs> but, yeah, whatever, that, whatever we got. Mariah Carey. It's on. Play some goddamn TLC. Oh, yeah, he got it. He got it. Come on, don't do that. Yeah, Daniel. He got it. He got it. He got it. Fucking Bing Crosby.
go to Bing Crash. Yeah, I'm gonna say this, Jake. The play calling don't look. Oh my God, so different. It just looks enthused. You get me? You feel me? It just looks mm-hmm. enthused. Like they look like they want to play for him. Mm-hmm. Around it doesn't the league, look lazy. Oh, sorry. Real quick, around the league, gentlemen. Before we do hop up out of here, uh, Bengals march down the field up seven zero. Uh, Steelers have the ball on the Pittsburgh thirty-seven, second and seven, eight forty-nine in the first. Colts march down the field, get a field goal. Buccaneers have the ball third and ten on Indy thirty-nine, uh, ten fifty-nine in the first. Zero-zero. Panthers, Dolphins, nine twenty-one in the first. Patriots march down the field, kick the ball back seven-zero. Titans will have the football with seven thirty-seven in the first. You know your guys' game zero-zero. Falcons, Jaguars zero-zero. Jets, or Jets, Texans. Uh, that's to round out the morning games again. God bless y'all. Anything we'd like to say for y'all? We get out of here. I should have picked we could kick it. Cincinnati. Shit, look, That's we got so 53 big. minutes. If y'all want to kick it and talk about this game, I ain't tripping. I'll keep the board running. I ain't got shit to do. I'll send this I'll send this log in. You can let it ride. Let it ride. Let's, let's, let's let it ride. 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 Let's you can let it ride. You can let it ride, man. I ain't heard from y'all What's fellas on now, the weekend. So now, 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 Kenny Godley got something to say? Yeah, yeah, Kenny G. Yeah, Kenny G. He better not, yo, come on yeah. with it, man. Like, yo, I don't want to hear nothing. Fucking biscuit. What you heard? Kenny G. Fucking biscuit. He, nah, nah, like, he just dropped it. Yeah, man, like he's just a biscuit. Am I? Talk oh, about go Daniel. Oh, hey, yo, Daniel playing. Yo, Daniel want to win. <laughs> yo, he, I'm telling you. Uh, listen, they're playing inspired football. That's all it is. Daniel want to win. They're, they're, I don't they know look like they want to play. Right Nate now. Sober like, is actually blocking the ball. They got Nate Sober out there? Yeah, Nate Sober, bitch ass, is out there. See, that's the shit that irritates me, man. That shit irritates me, too, but he blocked last play. Just one. And Hernandez ready to fight cornerbacks and shit. I don't trust in Purdy right now. Purdy. Purdy, I don't know what's going on with Purdy right now. Oh, my God. Come on. You got to catch it. Hey, yo, can I get a flag? Yo. Uh, you know what? Shakes. Nah. I'm, I'm, nah. This is the shit that's making me mad. 72 million catch to catch. Isn't that what you said? Biscuit. But bro, all up on no. It don't matter. Be 72 on, million. Son. Catch the catch. Yo, what the fuck? Where is the flag? Yeah, that's a little different. Yo, freeze. Like, I still slow motion shit. That's a little different. You're right. He was pregnant. Freeze, you still with us? <laughs> you? He was pregnant. You know Yo, I just <laughs> want to tell you again, man. Voice to voice, bro. is ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Appreciate <laughs> I, I, I give. I got a homeboy that I work with, but I used to work with. I did the same thing. You know what I mean? He told me that he had an album on uh on Amazon. 
and I went and listened to it. And I gave him his flowers doing the same because you're my brother. I don't even like that dude that much. But, <laughs> yo, <laughs> shit is off the, off the chain, man. I'm super proud of you. I can't stress it enough. And Appreciate if that. folks don't tell you that, yeah. they need it because that's what's up. Not everybody can believe what you do. Facts. I love you, brother. And thank that, you for man. giving me. Thank you for giving me leverage and arguments. Like when dudes sit down and say to me, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm a producer and all that. I make beats and all that. I just get to look over and be like, well, are you on title, bitch? <laughs> are you on title? My brother's on title, bitch. You understand you know me? What I, mean? I don't want to hear that stupid shit. You produce the beats and all that. Get the yeah. fuck on. Yeah, shout out to my I man, my brother, man, Sue Banger. Yeah, um, like, album drop, album drop the other day, man. Um, Honeymoon is over. Sue Banger produced by your boy Truly. Um, all platforms you can find it up there. You know what I mean? The Honeymoon is over by my man Sue Banger. It's, it's, it's mature music, man. None of that ride, 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 ride. It's mature music, right? It definitely is. Y'all know, listeners, y'all make sure y'all go listen to that Sue Banger. The honeymoon is over yeah. on everything. iTunes, Amazon, Title, Spotify. Y'all make sure y'all go download that shit. Give my man the credit. LRP, what's up, man? Won't stop playing games, B. Go on the lab, handle your handle, send it to me first. I'll let you know if it's whack or not. <laughs> yeah, we gonna, you know we what I'm saying? Gonna make it work. And and we gonna keep this thing going, bro. We need this money, man. I don't know why LRP yeah, playing around, brother. I'm going to send it to all y'all, man. I'm going to send it to all so y'all. What's your rap name? Then what's your rap name? I need to call you that. Can I call you your rap name? <laughs> it's the same as name? the one that you yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't have no rap name. But so I ain't no rapper. Right. Don't, try to, don't try to get me into that part. I, I ain't, but it's last year a poet. So it ain't little huge. It ain't changed. Nah, hell fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up, man. <laughs> You know, everybody little. Ain't little Houston? <laughs> no, young. Little young. No, I don't, yeah, I don't young. do that. Young, 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 young poet. Right, something. I fit right into All what right. the man said. Grown folks, shit. I ain't young still. All right, that's what's up, bro. Yeah. I need, but I need that, man. Stop playing. For real, I don't want nah, you I to learn, be... I got to learn this shit, though. I, like I said, I, I just write, so you got, I got to learn how. That's my only problem, learning that shit to where it's dope, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm to, um, freezy you know. real quick. Your man got loaded Lux up out of here, B. Get you got him? Ooh. He got him out of there? Word. Yeah, he got loaded Lux up out of there, B. And it, and it wasn't because he out-rapped him or any of that. It's just the errors is different in battle rap right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are listening to what Lowe got to say because he's so complex. The new generation, though, they don't understand none of that. They don't care about none of that. It's about stage presence, performance, bars, and, you know what I'm saying, schemes. They ain't listening to just intelligent rapping anymore. Like, they ain't hearing that. Oh, they booed him up out of there? Yeah, he got him up out of there, bro. Three owed him. Lowe didn't even get around. Three owed him. Crazy. And he did it in L.A. in front of his hometown. The battle was in the battle was on the West Coast. That's why he's feeling himself. He's feeling himself. Crazy. 
you know, any good movies come out, man, I've been so tied up with Thanksgiving and my kids and my family and work that I've been, like, just off the grid, man. Anything come out that anybody want to see or anything that – because I'm normally on it, but I've been, I've been away, bro, for real. I ain't seen no movies out there. Yeah. I ain't seen no, no movies. Yeah. Still I catching up with Venom and all the rest of that. Yeah. You like that joint? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm good. That's uh-huh. good, man. I don't know who that was. I mean, for it to be a franchise outside of, outside of Marvel, you know, they just associated with it. Yeah. You know, they're they doing a good job with that franchise. Hey, my son, Mal Sanders, about to run us all up the goddamn field. Ain't it going to happen? You know what's crazy, yo, to see my son and your son against us in an Eagles uniform, man. Crazy. So man. Who's, 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 whose son is Devontae Smith again? LLP, that's your son, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Me, you, and Freezy Kids is against our team, man. As soon as I said his name, his little bony ass was on cue. Nacho, I appreciate those keys, bro. I'm about to do that right now. Somebody else is seen. I can't wait till we all get our shit together and go to Arizona. That's going to be cool. I I hope we can do that. I really pray we can get that together, man. Wow. That'll be dope. To us, all of us to go out to the sun like that? Y'all cool with the heat or, you know? Yo. Lofty, I know you know. I'm that. good. You know what I'm saying? I'm a July baby. Yo, you, you been seeing these players passing out? Soccer players Where? and all that? You feel it? Mm-hmm. That's crazy, right? Who passed out? couple different soccer players um, and rugby players, man, been passing out. Just It was a football player, too, a high school kid. Um, just cardiac arrest. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Crazy. Shake, talk to me. Y'all, y'all watching the game? That Did y'all challenge that as a fumble or what? That looked, yo, that looked play, super yeah. close. Play, yeah. Yo, him getting up like that? Oh, man. Come on, man. What do you do? Just throw the ball? Oh, come on. Come on, son, son. I mean, that wasn't bad defense, but damn, I don't want to catch that ball in your face. That's A Rob. Who is he? That's A Rob. A Rob. Oh man. <laughs> and that's Rob. not that deep, bro. <laughs> I mean, he be having selective hearing sometimes. I love people. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
I mean, I, that's why I would have challenged the last play, man. I would have challenged that, man. I got it down. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the A Rob. I'm talking about the um the Sanders joint when he got off the floor with the oh, ball and then oh. yo, I would have challenged that, man. I'm telling you, his knee was off the ground and he I hit the ball. Pop being annoying with this damn trying to strain the game. Damn, man. Oh, you do this? How you do that? Man, well, leave this shit alone. That's a good hit right there, though. Who is that? Corkin Crowder trying to kill somebody. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know he had braids, man. <laughs> Feel me? You know when you don't talk to your son in a while? But you know, I didn't know you had jazz, man. Look at this shit look crazy. Kenny with his Cruella wig. No, he a Florida kid. No, no, they 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 are in Georgia. Yeah, interception. My man. Who is that? Is that my son? Is that yeah, my is son? It? Is, is that it? my son? Is that my yes, son? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I don't want to be... And you know what? I'm not mad at my son. And it better not be on us. It better not be on us. Right. Sorry, son. Take your ass off the field and let's go. Like oh, come on, man. Please let your son be okay. Because we don't be needy. I know, right? It's like every time somebody do something good. Right. What's the flag? Yo, he look like a murderer. Donnie home? Donnie Holmes look like, yes. look like he the one that planned to watch and stuff. Yo, I was just about to say that, son. He look like he is dead Yo. ass about getting to watch and stuff. Straight up. Like he told he told him what to do. Go in there, look like you're playing the PlayStation. As soon as I touch you, this is how you take all of it. Oh, LRP, did you see him? Did you see him, bro? I ain't never seen his face up like like this, bro. I ain't never nah, looked that it crazy, it. bro. Not your game. You should keep it that crazy. Work. Yo, no wonder why, yo. You no wonder why like Robert Steve was a little afraid of him, bro. He looked like a young What'd you say, LRP? Bro? What happened? It's not working. Uh, let me see. Oh. Uh, Bro, I'm trying to tell you, bro. That man, uh, that bro looked like he points at his hip like. Johnny Holmes, man. <clears throat> What's up, man? What's going on, man? I got the thing on. You know what I'm saying? You got the thing. Is on. it working now, LRP? <laughs> uh, no shake. Man, I'm making sure I got mm-hmm. everything right, but nah. I'm going to wait till I'm gonna wait yeah. till they done. I, I want you to hear what I got to say. And I'll freeze it. Y'all ready? Yeah, what's up? Niggas in my crib, they try to pop me. 
All my bullets is painful. Donnie Holmes helped me get my gun. <laughs> we can laugh at it now. Because he's no yo, way. Yo, he's schizophrenic, right? But we're going to talk about that. Huh? I said we can laugh at it now because he's okay. He's schizophrenic, we're going right? to talk about that. I'm in my crib. They can try to pop me. He's schizophrenic? Yo, son. Either that oh, or whatever he had was laced with fentanyl. No, I'm asking because I think he had like something like this before. Like he bugged that before. Yeah, he, he did, but let's talk about it. Let me get let me Yo, get hold on. I just Ella logged out and I couldn't log back in, so let me let me fix it and I'll send it resend it to you. Okay, no worries. Nah, your son Everson Griffith. Everson Griffith. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, we were supposed yeah, to talk about that. Yeah. Bring the other son into it. He was like, "Yo, yo, yeah. that yeah, was me to, he helped me get the guns done." <laughs> yo, yo. he's bringing another dude in there. Dalvin Cook helped me get this piece. This is like, these are my bullets. <laughs> Julie, Dalvin Cook helped me get it. Yo, how you feeling? Yo, yo, yo. Right you better leave me out of this. Man in there creating a whole of bitches in his mind. Your man had a whole story going on. He said the people were watching him and coming to get him. I know Dalvin Cook was like, no, I didn't. I know it. And then the part that Good killed call. me, he said his whole name like we said. You know what I mean? Like we right. when we talk about somebody right. famous, like you know, you say the whole name. You know that motherfucker's first name. He could have just said that one. Like DC, you. Yo, the whole thing. You got it. Yeah. So LRP, you may have to like <laughs> copy and paste because that motherfucker's oh, but then I sent it to you. Oh. If you want to log in? It's the same username, just the password different. I tell you, who ain't got no mental health issues? That's just going straight to jail. Zach Stacy. Straight to Throwing prison. Throwing that white girl into that TV like that—that's it. So, did you hear all the backstory about that? Found right? him. Talk, talk to they me, found... Nacho. Talk to so, me. so, so they found him. Yes, and the reason why the cameras look like they're perfectly placed is because she's been trying to get a restraining on him order for months and they won't give her one. So she set up cameras for evidence and she finally, and she has the evidence and she's like, this is like a day or two after she shut these cameras up in the week of her setting the cameras up. He did that shit. That's why he looks at the cameras because they weren't there before. And now they are there. So she, he's, he's, he's on under the prison. Because it's all of, she's got all of the reports of her complaining, but them saying, you know, we can't do nothing without any proof type shit. She got the proof now, so they get to, the, the lawyers get to run through all that shit and probably backcharge them with all that shit. Plus, they have the video yeah. evidence of her, of, and then the child being in there too. Bro, he going for right. life, and I don't even right. know if he going to so make it to the court date if he go to jail. Life like that, yep. He endangered the child's life. Then on top of that, um, I only got one backstory. So thank you for giving me the rest, my my guy. Only thing that I heard is that she called the police and she said, like herself, like they won't do anything, as you said about the restraining order. So now they can go to that case 
because that's of course recorded in there. Yeah, he's going under the jizzy. That's it. He is going under the jizzy. Like, yo, throwing her into that TV like that—that that was different. There's, there's, there's men in prison that won't allow him to walk the hallways, that have killed other men and stuff. Yeah, like, but they it's don't. Gonna be, it's they, gonna be a little tough to teen a little dude. So it's gonna be. That's what, it, it's, it's, gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be a little. It's gonna, it's gonna take a it, little minute. So it ain't gonna be, be it, but I'm saying it, it's not gonna. It, they gonna work yeah, it out, it and he cable. ain't gonna be around. Right, <laughs> right. It, it, it ain't basic cable. They gonna have to come with the gold package. <laughs> and they gonna. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, that's how it's gonna go for that young man. I, I just, oh man, it's 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 a horrible situation, bro. He's he's right. all the that way. Ain't, that, that ain't that ain't do you want your cornbread. That's come take it. That is come Bruh. take it. Oh, Don't you cornbread? Yeah, come take it. That, that's that. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be some. It's gonna be uh, the the yeah. the Everson Griffin situation is the one that I think really has the the NFL going through loops. Yeah, him leaving say. him him leaving for mental health. From the from the Vikings, them not bringing him back, and then them doing an evaluation before bringing him back, and then now this, it's gonna. Oof, I don't know how the NFL gonna look after this. Now, I will say this. Wow, oh, she's if she's tried to get him on. Uh, yeah, uh, for, for him, or when whenever she called the police out. Right, and saying that mm-hmm. oh, he's hallucinating, you know, having a mental health episode, having a crisis, having a break, or uh, whatever. And they go out there and he's acting normal. This is, happens every single day. Wow. They go out there, if that person, they ask him a series of questions. Yeah. If, if they answer those questions correctly, they don't have the right, and there's no legislation in place to be able to insert themselves and take him. They say, based off of how he's responding, he doesn't appear to be in Christ or a danger to himself or others. They leave. He goes right back to acting the same way, and then that person ends up calling the police back again, and it's an endless cycle. Now, she tried to get a mental health warrant for him, which is pretty much an arrest warrant, but for mental health, not getting locked up or nothing, but he's just being involuntarily committed into a mental institution for treatment, and therefore he doesn't have a choice. He can't say no. And she's unable to get that based off of the history. That is probably why she put the cameras up there to prove because you have to go to her in front of a court, a uh, mental health uh, clinic court, to be able to file for your mental health warrant, at least in mm-hmm. Houston. You have to. And um, so that's probably why she did that to get the evidence to say now. But I don't think he'll get locked up or arrested because all his actions are not because of, you know, uh, because of an induced psychosis or induced drug psychosis. So I don't think he'll get arrested or locked up, but he will be detained or involuntarily committed. Yeah, he made bail, I think, too, for 10000 Ooh. Ooh. Zach Stacy, I think he made bail for 10000 Oh, no, he got mental health, too? Huh? Elmer Saint Griffin. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the video is of Zach Stacy. Um, the video oh, yeah, of my, my bad. 
the video of Zach Stacy throwing the chick. If you're talking about the video that I sent into the um into the group of um Everson Griffin with the gun on the floor. Yeah, that, he was on the a, floor. A, that was his own Instagram account he posted that to and he just was going through the motions of it. You're one hundred percent correct on the um the mental status of Zach, of, of 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 not Zach Stacy of Efferson Griffin, and she did try to get him help before his his wife or girlfriend or whatever mother of his children, uh, and of course that was the incident you are talking about. They kept coming out, and he was able to answer those questions correctly, and then they would leave and do it again and again. He, however, incriminated himself by taking the Instagram video and posting it on there. So now. Doctors can actually see his eyes, his voice, hear his voice, see yeah, the state of mind yo, and the man. frame he's in, and that 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 really makes it. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 no. I wasn't interrupting you, bro. I was, I was like, you had me part playing puff daddy right there for a minute. Pause. I was just ad libbing. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy. His eyes in that video is crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like his that eyes was, look like he was either a coke like no, that's not cocaine when you're on cocaine. That was my fault though. I thought um the the camera issue the woman putting up the cameras was that Stacy. That was my fault. I, I misunderstood. Fake. No, they they mm. being bitches today. They being real no, bitches today. That's it. I've never seen a holding and pass interference on two people in the same area Yo. five yards apart. Dude, that shit's crazy. Dude, that shit is bro. crazy. That shit is crazy. And what what no player are you guys on? Dude. Wow. Yeah, that's, yo. Wow. You know what? The referees is bugging out. And I never talk like this. It was a holding yeah. on Saquon Barkley, mm. thrown to the ground, and a holding on Darius Slayton in the same area. Like, you could have called either one. And the reason why the dude grabbed him is because his cleat came from under his feet. So he was like, damn, if I don't grab him, he's going to be free. You know, cornerback shit. That was whack. That was whack. No, but they were calling everything else, though, bro. Yo, that's Mm -hmm. good, bro. The rest are terrorists, bro. They got OU. Yeah, OU game last night. Um, number 11 had a pass interference on him in the touchdown and cost him the game for real because they didn't call it. That was a great-ass game, though, Oklahoma State um Oklahoma. Is it me? And I, I don't mean to switch subjects. It's just I'm watching it. Is it me or do y'all got the same little um, snowman commercial with the little girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, I, I was trying not to laugh because I was, you know, we talking football. But when the bike came by and tore her snowman up, that didn't make y'all laugh just a little bit. Just a little. Just, just, then, they just had a little the, bit. then they had the, uh, the sad music with it, bro. Right, right, bro. And my thing is, what was up with the branches of hair after that with the other snowman? <laughs> You know, never mind. Let's let's move forward. Let's move. So you like how the offense is looking, Jake? I'm just asking. I'm gonna ask everybody. 
LRP, Freezy. Oh. I mean, not so for, you know, outsider looking in that appreciate the love. I mean, not as far as the play calling, but I like I like what I'm saying from Daniel Jones, his effort out there. He's he's going all out, man. So right. he really wants to win this game. <laughs> uh, but calling, nah, not so much. So kind of you what know? somebody else says, and I don't want to stand nobody thunder, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not looking too much different. <laughs> See, you know, the, you know the coaches and everybody said that, right? It's not going to look different. It's just going to look better because the players that the plays are going to be for are going to be their own. Like they put, they implemented their own like thoughts into the plays. Like, yo, I'm good at that. He's good at that. Let me do this. That should go to me. Like they literally talked like that. I didn't expect. Yeah, I didn't really yeah McKinney. Yeah, I'm McKinney. Just in and shots out to Nacho. Appreciate that, brother. Like immensely for for that. But uh, I'm I'm pre gaming right now. But once I'm finished, I'll be. So I haven't really had the opportunity. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta uh, say, my bad, bro. But I gotta say, McKinney. I think it, it has clicked for McKinney, bro. Talk like on he, my son. He's that, he got all day. He's that dude out there, bro. <laughs> he is that dude out there. He got all day. Take your time. But I didn't expect for it to look different either. Oh. I'm just uh, curious about time of possession and efficiency. Okay. I mean, are they running plays to put him behind the sticks? Oh, no. Or are they running plays oh, to oh, leave our body? Oh, no. Be a cramp. Please. Be a cramp. Okay, yeah, please be a cramp. A Dory Jackson? Yeah, please. Yeah. yeah, it don't look like he did anything, would it? Yeah, if there's no contact, I'm worried. I mean, he's walking around with his head up. Get back on there. Yo, my luck with these players this season, man, I don't think anybody I've ever seen it before. Injury, 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 I-A-Q-D-O-I-A-I-R. Jesus, man. Yes, it's been rough, man. About the crutch lead. Yeah, I really think they need to revamp that stadium, bro. I think they cut. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, LRP. In Jesus' name, they need to pull that floor up and show y'all vents and holes inside that damn stadium. I'm telling y'all something, man. Lift that place up, and y'all will see what I'm talking about. Everybody's foot. Hey, uh, look at all my kids. My kids is just playing out there. The big cat. You know I'm mad at you, Shakes. For 19 plays, you don't call his name. Trying to get me to respond to medium feline. I know what he's doing. Yeah. Like the wristband, son. Like the wristband. How you tell your son that from the the sidelines when he walks by? Like the wristband, son. 
like the wristband. That's what I'm saying, too. Tom Brady wear a wristband. Everybody was clowning that shit. Like, oh, he wearing a wristband. It's going to be great now. Hey, man, shut your stock ass with that stuff. Motherfuckers wear wristbands. It's your thing. You know the play cool. on a different Sparrow Cooper involved. Now, that one I'm looking forward to. That the last Spider-Man, the one that the one that's coming out now, I'm looking forward to that. Because he's gonna free all the villains from the multiverse. Okay, I might have lost some people. Multiverse meaning there's different worlds, same type of characters. <laughs> oh, yo, speaking out. of, bro. Speaking of, did y'all watch that new Hawkeye? Not yo. yet. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little biased, but his daughter's popping, son. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, and you know why? Because it's it's connecting his story from the last Avengers. Exactly. Well, not even the last one. It's connecting it from. Uh... Matter of fact, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. I was about to say, where, where, where we at? <laughs> That's the last. <laughs> no, you right. right. No, because um, when they first came on, they was going from um, when he was, um, when everybody had disappeared. Yeah. Remember? Like, yeah. when the first when it first came on, it was from the New York shit. Yeah. yeah. And then they went from when everybody disappeared. Yeah, they, they were just so that's why I had to go over in my head, like, yeah, like, oh, matter of fact, no, you're mm-hmm. right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, but if y'all not familiar with Spider-Man and this whole multiverse thing, um, please get yourself familiar with it because that is what made Spider-Man so dope because when he started doing the whole multiverse thing, that's when him and, like, Venom was friends in different dimensions like they used to fight against Carnage. It's hot, bro. Like it's hot. Go, Barkley, go, go, Barkley, go, 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 go. And that's and, and that's my my problem is nobody loves that. Nobody loves that. I don't give a Let fuck if you happy for the rest of your life. That's the touch Nobody loves it. We want to see. Mm. I'm, I'm not even having conversations about that no more. Like, ain't nothing to talk about with me. Oh, he's always looking for the home run. I don't give a fuck what he's looking for. As long as he Man, and they can, they can kiss. I know it's this one Ooh, run. That's good. But why is that's it? good. That's a catch. Yeah. That's a catch. Get yourself together, light skin. What they going to say now? Slay. I don't like Darius Slade, bro. Oh, that wasn't even straight. Like, it don't good. matter. What a pass in tight window. Yo, what? I think I'm a couple of seconds. I'm telling you, Daniel, Daniel is playing today, bro. Daniel is, yo, he got that look in his eye, bro. Yeah. 
that I murdered somebody last week. Don't nobody know where the Trace body up, is. Bro. Streets need the body, and I gave you. Ooh, what a zip to my sturdy walls. Because he needs more playing time. Let's get that out there. Mm. All yeah, right, gentlemen. I am about to close up shop, get out of here. Got to get to feed myself and these people. Um, oh, okay. That's what you're talking about. Down inside of 30, it looks like. Uh, but thank you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow on the shakedown. You best believe it's going to be tomorrow. If we get a win, he ain't going to be in our house. The show going to start itself. Mm. All right. I'm going to hit you. All right. Yeah, we all watching the game. It looks like everybody's watching the game, given the the way everyone's answering stuff, which I am too. So, again, y'all have a good one. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Everybody talking, oh. like Everybody talking like Stevie Little Brother. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, I guess it was that thing happened, the way things was going that. You know? Yeah, Black didn't even answer. He just dipped out. All right, y'all. <laughs> Later. All right, I'm gone. All right, you right. son about to break out. Have a good game. Good luck, y'all. All right, later, y'all. Have a good one. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.